Hey everybody, welcome to episode 108 of Vigi Game Apocalypse. I, of course, am your host, Michael Rapares. With me in the kitchen studio are... Christopher Antista, can't talk like a radio DJ because we're out of the FM band. 108. Okay, mm. and who else? Jackson number three of the Jackson Five. <laughs> I'll accept that, sure. And joining us for the first time ever, it's... I don't have a clever name. But you do have a real one. I do have a real name. Hi, my name is Heidi Kemps. I am a freelance game journalologist. Mm. Where Greetings. Might, where might some of the listeners have seen your work? Um, they may have seen it at Games Radar, at Joystick, before you know the ignoble death of that site. Um. May have seen it at GamePro, before the ignoble death of that site. <laughs> Uh, may See, have seen it, uh, I don't know if we have any international listeners, but, uh, may have seen it in, uh, Australia's Hyper Magazine. What? Yes. Huh? And PC Power Play, and a few other places. You're and from uh, bloody Hyper? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, that's crikey! <laughs> Didn't know he had a Hyper writer! Uh, I'm not making fun uh, of your body of work, just Australians. Just good. Australians? Yes. Okay. All right. Oh, and also on my personal site, gaming.moe, because I hit the fucking jo- domain jackpot nice! right there. Nice. But you've been in this industry for a long time. Oh, right? yes. yeah. Yeah. I think I think I met you when I was just first starting out at Games Radar at some hotel event in the city. Right, right. Not thinking so anyway. of getting out? No? No? Eh, well, I, I like some. You know, I I don't mind games journalology. I like writing. That's I, true. I like writing, but the thing is, um, I like writing about you know not Nazis. N- no, not Nazism, <laughs> white supremacy. Oh God, no! <laughs> I'm kidding. Please continue. I, I am full blooded SJW. Thank you. Except oh, I'm a much cooler good. class. I'm a much cooler class than warrior. I am a social justice necromancer. Wow! What is that? So you bring dead SJWs? That's right. Back hey, skeletons on the battlefield. This Malcolm X rise. Yes, yes. Yeah, I, w- I would have stopped at just social justice magic user. But, oh, you know, I, I roll old school D&D. But. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was actually saying something. Oh, right. I was talking about how, you know, I mean, typically I, you know, do a lot of work for these video game sites. Mm-hmm. But what I prefer to write about is weird old shit and weeaboo stuff. Uh, yes, that's yes. the fun stuff. Which yes. is the stuff I prefer to read about. Really? Yes. Yeah, generally. Of course. What, what the hell else am I going to read about? Like, new DLC for a war game? Chris doesn't like new games. It's not that like I don't like new games. Them. Chris fears change. I don't <laughs> fear change. I just hate it. I'm not afraid of it. <laughs> Which you is why you're still playing Monster fear, Hunter. Chris. still Zing. playing Monster Hunter. And Mortal Kombat. Thank you very yes. much. Ah. Which mm-hmm. leads us to, it's kind of a big week. Uh, we have like two big releases this two week. Two big to talk releases? About. And several, several smaller releases that are very exciting in their own right. Probably do. But before we get to those, we of course have to go through the top five, our weekly ritual, <laughs> where we count we down five to. games. We, we have to! slog through it's this a, fucking bitch. It's a terrible compulsion. <laughs> where we slog through five games that I've arbitrarily picked out and put in some sort of order. Ooh. This week, I thought it might be fun to talk about games that let you play as their villains. <gasps> what? And, and by that, I don't mean games that feature villain protagonists or mm. games that let you play as a villain. I'm talking about the main antagonist of the game at some point, usually after the campaign is finished, becomes playable mm. and has their own storyline. Sometimes that you can follow. Okay. Now, 
I thought that we had. I, I get very confused yes. easily because I forget what top fives we've done. We've done and a I lot thought of we shows had done and, something similar. Yeah, none of us are invested enough to remember the specifics exactly. of each show. But to be fair, I also haven't been on every single episode, so I don't know. Doesn't matter. But I thought that we had done something very similar to this, but it was more along the lines of. Games where the protagonist becomes the yeah. antagonist that, that in was, a future uh, game or DLC. The episode was called Stalin Badman. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was all heroes that did like a face heel turn, I guess you'd call it. Yeah, and, uh, so you got your prototypes and mm-hmm. your Castlevanias. Yeah, exactly. But none of those are in this list, so let's begin with... Number five. Yes. Sacred Heroes of the Dragon Force. Thanks to your heroic efforts... Patrick's evil hand will never again threaten this beautiful land. You mean Legendra is finally free? Free from the conflict and despair of the evil that bound us? Sirius, I wish nothing more than for that noble dream to become a beautiful reality someday. So, no. Working designs, (laughs) dubs, everybody. This is my very distant (laughs) child voice. So yeah, that's the, the laborious ending from Dragon Force. Who played Dragon Force? I did, I did. a long time ago, though. Yeah, I remember. I, I think it stands as maybe this is nostalgia talking, but it's one of yes. my favorite games from the Saturn. Mm. After I picked one up, I discounted. I spit for, all over this keyboard thinking about the glory that is Burning Rangers. Oh, Burning Rangers! <laughs> it, it's a game. It's by Sonic <laughs> it's, Team. It was good. It's a game, <laughs> but it was not my favorite. True. Dragon Force. Not is to my be favorite. confused with the Norwegian fantasy metal band uh, Dragon Force. That's true. Yes, even though uh, they are great. Thought about Gary from the Flames. Yeah, I thought about just introducing us with the opening chords <laughs> of Fire in the Flames, and we could talk about Guitar Hero and how hard it is. But Dragon Force was like a an RTS, I guess, a sort of hybrid turn based RTS, mm-hmm. where you were like one of eight monarchs in this. Uh, land that just like devolved into full blown all out war everybody against everybody else and your whole thing was you're gradually conquering these other kingdoms that are all led by different characters and the battles were like this was like pushing the limits of what was possible with 2D at the time where you had like a hundred soldiers on each side. You know, they were all just clones of each other, but, like, you could just send them charging around and they'd move around independently and fight. And, uh... Actually, you had buttons, like, you could map certain commands onto them and, you know, say, do this formation, change like this, change like this, and then you could... You had a general, you could launch, like, magic Mm -hmm. attacks and decimate half the field. Yeah. And you wanted to get, like, some of the really broken generals that had the really good troops and the magic that would, like, wipe out friggin' everything. Yeah. Well, uh... <laughs> Sorry, I'm texting. What's happening? Uh, I just I got up. Chris I don't know. likes to call me out every time I look at my phone, but mm-hmm. I was very nice. Was I didn't even text. say... I didn't even say shit. It's from a person I need vital information from I right now. I didn't say shit. And how you're do like, you know every single time I look Dragon at my Force? phone, it's not... Because it's, unless unless you're having an urgent conversation with the game threes, that's not... I haven't played threes <laughs> in fucking ages. The last time I was on my phone during a show was because I was looking up very important information about the Rocket Power Wiki and <laughs> buildings that look like dicks. <laughs> Super important and I forgo- vital to the conversation. All, All you had to say is that you're doing research. Research. Live dynamic yeah. research. Yeah. I'm looking up, I'm just, I was actually looking at my phone to look up Dragon Force because I'm like, 
totally spacing. But, so but you could you could pick the the monarchs of these various kingdoms to go to war with each other, and God did, damn it, each the one band had, took it over. Each one had their own separate storyline that sort of developed differently depending on who you picked. And the main antagonist through the the entire game, well, through most of the game, was this guy named Goldark, who's like this conquering dictator of the hill people. Sort of. He, he's just trying to, to knock down all the kingdoms and, and subjugate them. So you have to defeat your rivals and recruit them to your cause so you can fight Goldar. And then, spoiler alert, oh no. for this almost 20-year-old game. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. It's been 20 years since... Well, this is, what, 98? Since Pixel I think? Games? So, yes. uh, oh. Saturn is 20 so years old. Oh. Yeah. That's a scary I thought. wish I was dead. <laughs> I didn't expect you to live this soon. long. It's okay. Ugh. None of us were supposed to live this long. Chris, God, the, I love this the world was supposed to end three years ago. Yes. Ugh. I wish it had. I thought I would have like dumped off a child and withered off. and He would have carried on in my destiny. Oh. I can't believe I'm still doing this. <laughs> we have commentaries available. All right. <laughs> well, toward the end of the game, toward the end of the game, you find out that Goldark is not such a bad guy, and he's actually willing to side with you if Gold you can beat him. Darth, brother, and the well, the the actual bad guy is revealed at the very beginning, but only becomes a concern at the very end. And I'll let the game itself explain the mythology of this very silly world. Oh boy! Behold the vast land of Legendra. Behold, this bountiful land was molded from ashen waste and given the breath of life by the six goddesses. But this land was not simply given life alone. Ostia, the foremost goddess, fostered a special love for the new creation, blessed it with a sky bright and so Ostia, so much exposition. Turn the page to continue to rocks It was made from ash and waste, which is another yes. word for poop. Yes, yes. <laughs> but it goes on with what might be one of my favorite turns of phrase in a working designs game. Uh-huh. However, as with all such tales bordering on morality plays, one lied in wait to cast a dark shadow of the prosperity and tranquility of Legendra. That one from time uncounted was called Madrak. <laughs> what? Madrak. <laughs> Madrak. 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 It's like Marduk, but Madrak. Mandrake, the kids from the kid from uh, Dexter's lab. It's like a truck, but it's Mandark. mad. I tell you. Yeah. So at the toward the end of the game, uh, you find out Goldark's not such a bad guy. He's really just trying to unite the kingdoms against Madrak to keep Madrak from destroying the world, and then. After you finish the game once, you unlock his campaign. Oh. So you get to play as the bad guy, and you get to go through and The bad guy being Goldrick, not Madrick? Well, you, the bad guy you're playing as is Goldark. Goldark, Goldark. not Al Madrigal. Not, not Madrick. Okay. Uh, can I point something not out? Not Mort Drucker, sure. <laughs> so, like, you have to beat the game once in order to mm-hmm. unlock Goldark. And once you unlock the Goldark campaign, like, in the other campaigns, you can recruit en- enemy generals. Sometimes it mm-hmm. takes several turns of convincing, but... They'll eventually join you, and so will the, gen- the like the kings of the other kingdoms. With Goldark, everybody basically says, "No, fuck off." Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, because everybody is, hates this guy. Is he overpowered? Then does he? He is kind of overpowered. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
So you, you have enough of an army to begin with to conquer everybody, but everyone hates you and won't join with you until the very end. Aww. The thing is Aww. that because nobody likes poor Goldark. Yeah, he, just, he presents himself as a power-hungry monarch or dictator, but at the very beginning of his campaign, you know about him that, like, oh, he usurped his older brother mm-hmm. and killed him to assume the throne, and now he's trying to conquer the entire continent. But... What you don't find out is his older brother had him imprisoned, and his older brother launched all these assassination attempts against all the other kingdoms to start a war, and so Goldark is like, well, all I can do now is seize control. I have to fight this war. There's no placating these kingdoms. I'm only evil because of my backstory. (laughs) And his brother's name is Gizdark. Gizdark! Which is so close to Gizdark. Oh, man. That's an emoticon waiting to happen. He comes black. <laughs> uh, sometimes they come black. Yeah. Let's listen to some more of this great voice acting. It's true. They were chosen by Ostia. Now she delivers them from fire itself. Everybody's so goddamn wow. eloquent in these games. This this sounds like a Teddy Ruxpin choose your own adventure or turn the page <laughs> bullshit. Who's to say it isn't? I would hope it just Saturn. needs that, that little sparkly sound, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hope there's at least one Saturn spokesman left. Wait, wait, wait. No, I think I've got really. that here. All right, there uh, we go. Close enough. <laughs> hey, you got my old slide whistle sound effect. Yeah, yeah. How about that? Number four. Ooh. Einstein once said that the economic anarchy of capitalism is the real source of evil. Your father and his people took Josefina from me. Pues, tu papá está muerto. Your father's dead. Por qué? Por qué? You're not Ay, Dios mío! <laughs> Any guesses? That sounds familiar. Yeah. I feel like I played this. This is that's Raúl Menéndez from Call of Duty Black Ops Two. Oh, oh. didn't play it. Yep. This was kind of unique in that not only was this the first Call of Duty to try and offer players choices mm-hmm. in what they could do, but they it was also the first Call of Duty where you actually play as the main villain in several levels. Mm-hmm. And at first, it's just like his, his the first time you play as him, it's mm-hmm. one of the most memorable levels in the entire game where these Panamanian soldiers are attacking his compound mm-hmm. and they attack his sister. Mm-hmm. And then you beat up, playing as him, you beat up Manuel Noriega and then <laughs> fly into full-blown like Tony Montana rage and it sounds like this. Good God! <laughs> this sounds awful. Are you sure that wasn't from Mortal sounds Kombat? Like yeah, pretty sure. Right. Uh, he's saying animals, uh, asquerosos is kind of like disgusting people que no tienen alma, who don't have a soul. So, disgusting, soulless people, animals! Look, they're Canadians, they're just like you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my bad. <laughs> my bad. But he, Raul Menendez starts out as like a weird arms trafficker, human trafficker. He has like a vendetta against the main character's uh, father and father figure that dates back to like the 70s. Wow. Or the 80s, I forget there, which. I can't remember. Are there flashbacks to that, or is that what that... Yeah, that that is a flashback. Yeah, that's that's what that passed. But then there's a later... Uh, I never played Black Ops 2. There, there, there are later multi, points. The single. There's a, a level called Odysseus, where 
he is he's arrested by the main characters and brought on board the USS Barack Obama, which is an <laughs> aircraft carrier. A helicarrier. Um, just about. Oh. Might as well be. No, just a normal aircraft carrier. Very disappointing in that sense. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, nice, nice. Oh, that worked really well. God damn, I'm so jealous I didn't say that. <laughs> but it is, of course, all a ploy. He let himself be captured. Hence, the name of the level is Odysseus, like Odysseus with the Trojan horse. I know. <laughs> just saying, just saying. But then, after fighting through a bunch of the level, as the main character David Mason, the Perspective suddenly switches, and you're controlling Raul Menendez mm-hmm. as he's taking over the bridge of the Obama. And you get to make a choice. And somebody on YouTube who recorded this was nice enough to record both choices. Uh, oh. Let's let's listen to them now. Briggs is a good man, Menendez. Don't kill him. Shoot him in the leg. Guess which choice he made. You said no unnecessary killing. I decide what is necessary. Rewind. He's alive. Thank you, Ro. If we truly succeed today, Admiral Briggs will come to understand why I did not kill him. Still sounds I evil. love that accent. Dude has yeah. a weird accent. Yeah, it just sounds vicious and mean. Nobody will make macrame with me. <laughs> <laughs> macrame. Nice. But there, there is a weird, uh, like, the, the ending ending of Black Ops 2, and I kind of wish I'd captured this now, uh, has, like, some band come in, uh, and, like, Menendez is playing guitar for them. Is it, and, like, fucking Avenged Sevenfold or yes, something? Yes, yes. Oh, some, somebody, and they just, like, come in, weird and they're, band. like, the band members are super mean to Raul, and he's like, si, 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 senor, oh, yes, I will get it right, I will get this solo right, I will not fuck it up, and, like... Really? You just spent the whole game building him up as this, like, kind of cute, dignified mastermind, and like, oh, no, 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 yes, yes, yes. that's kind of cute. Yeah. And uh, Woods, uh, the, the the other old guy, is like playing drums for them, and it's it's just really strange. Oh, I love Very it. weird way to end that game, but uh, it hey. might not be Avenged Sevenfold. I do remember yeah. it's just like a weird band that Call of Duty fans would it's, like. It's some, guess, yeah, some maybe. very. Forgettable. Yeah. That would either close out a Call of Duty game or introduce a wrestler. But I remember I watched that yes. that stupid ending <laughs> video like seven times because I was just like, "What is happening?" Sounds lovely. I love it when all the people get together and sing a song at the end of anything. That, that is kind of uh, what it is. Then you should watch the voices. The voices. Yes, I recommended that this week. It, it, that Did was, you watch it? No, I watched some other clips from it, and I cannot wait to oh watch God. it. Oh my God, it's real good. Yeah, mm, so dark. Check it out on latertimepodcast.com. I, th- I threw you a shout-out in there. What? Threw you a shout-out in there. Thanks. It is Avenged Sevenfold. Okay. <laughs> I never would have been able to sleep until I knew. I know. I Yay, know. Right? me. All this is going over my head because I cannot tell you how much of a shit I do not give about God. Yeah. I know. I know. Most, it's most not, serious games. Not weeby enough. Needs more kitty ears <laughs> and more oogoos. Yeah, the dialogue isn't stilted enough. Could you please take a minute <laughs> off in between every line? <laughs> please... Um, yeah, uh, it's not that I don't give it. Again, I don't want to make it sound like I don't give a shit about Call of Duty. It's just like I'm so old and time moves so fast, and like oh, I didn't even finish the last one, and the new one is already on the doorstep. Mm. It's mm-hmm. I like to always try and play at least a little bit of every COD that comes mm-hmm. out. 
But this one, I just don't. I don't know. I just I I missed it or yeah. or something. It was it was pretty good. I thought as somebody who tries to play every COD except for Ghosts, really, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say COD is important to me. It's like important to me on the level that like. And watching a new Fast and Furious might be important to me if I oh, watched Fast and so Furious. Oh, you're so wrong. so fucking good. It's like, here's the yearly action Michael, franchise. I'll Furious go see it. Furious 7 was so good. I even got my stepmom obsessed it, with those wow. movies. I am obsessed okay. with those movies. And, and she hates and movies. And I hate four of them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's easy to hate three of them. Four of them. No, I do not three care. of them. I wasn't a teenager when the first one came out. It well, means nothing then... to me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, forget forget the, forget the Fast and Furious. No, they're just they're just yearly action franchises. You play through them like it's like it's a roller coaster. It's really straightforward and fun, and there's big spectacle, and then you're I done. live my why life one there, banana clip at a time. Why can't there be Call of the Fast and the Furious? You yes, know, sir. that should happen. That yeah. would be a better uh, fit than Forza. Activision ha- seemed to have the rights to the Fast and Furious game license and didn't bother to do much with it. And we streamed it the other week. If you want to see how terrible it should be, Paul Walker is. Well, why would they pour um, a bunch of money into an expensive? looking console game when they can just make mobile games. It, uh, no shit. If you look at it really closely, it looks like the Fast and the Furious 360 game is a mobile it game. It is, though. Because it, it, it started like it. off as an iPad game the, first. It completely looks like it. It doesn't mm. make any sense mm. with controls. It doesn't control very well. It seems mm. like it should have been a, a series of quick time events with a little driving. Well, it is. I, I'm, I'm holding my hands it's out really to frustrating like how to you play, play with that controller. game, but yeah, it's just it's a really series frustrating. of like, pressing buttons real fast. Mm. But yeah, Raul Menendez, Raul Menendez, interesting villain, more interesting because you get to play as him inexplicably during key moments in his campaign of terror. That is weird. It what, is what it is, is pretty weird. Hmm. The the script was written also by David S. Goyer, hmm. which might have had something to do with it. Is Goyer. it meant to make you feel... Uh, it's meant to make you torn. feel all the feels. A little like I don't it, ever feel any feels because I think that that they, phrase is kind of dumb. They talk yes, a lot. that phrase <laughs> is said terrible. It many times. What you said it at least several times. Me? Yes. Feeling I can't feels. remember. Well, I feel dumb. Okay, I'm, I'm dumb all the time. No. Uh, but <laughs> I also don't like Bay. Oh uh, yeah, my girlfriend. I definitely hates don't that. say Bay. Bay. Oh. Uh, that's that's okay, babe. You we don't, touch on. Don't, don't, touch don't, don't touch me. Don't touch me. It's okay, babe. Don't touch me. Ow! 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 Like a cat. No, yeah. stop. Right, I'm done. Uh, and, calm down. And can you, can you go? Calm down, Michael yeah. Bay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I suppose his, his girlfriend or wife calls him Bay. And yes. He's like, stop calling me by my last name. We're stop calling me. married and or dating. It's Michael. I don't, I don't know what it is. It's Michael Bay. It's Michael. Miss Bay. Only person you can call Bay. Follow Brand saying Bay on Twitter. It's great. And Mr. I, Bay. I think, oh, I love Brand saying Bay. And I think you. I think you the best Bay. Like Don't. full Bay. Don't. I'm calling you Baymax. Don't. What up, Baymax? <laughs> well, we do live in the Bay Area. Yes, so. we do. Live. Uh, what up? Bay? There's lots of Bays here. Area. Mm-hmm. Yes. Anyway. Number three. I feel like I just listened to this because you did. It was on VG Empire. Uh, I think the most recent episode. This is Sweet Coden 3. Yeah, Sucky Dan. Sucky Down. Yeah. (laughs) Sweet Coden 3. And for those of you who are actually intending to play this and haven't yet and don't want to be spoiled on a very important aspect of the story, I suggest you skip ahead to... 28 minutes, 13 seconds. So anyway, 
Yeah, uh, you pass- so much good stuff. You know, we yeah. just totally spoiled the whole Suikoden franchise there. No, totally. Well, we're about to. Well, we're uh, about to spoil <laughs> Suikoden 3. Mm-hmm. In that the identity of the villain is kind of kept under wraps. He's just like some generic looking anime dude, Mm -hmm. wears a mask all the time. And then eventually you find out it's a character who was in Suikoden 1 and 2 Mm -hmm. named Luke, who was uh, the apprentice of Leknot, the uh, sorceress who, you know, manipulates things from behind the scenes and who tried to help. Chris is leaving. Who helped you out through through the last couple games. Weep shit, I'm out. Yep, suddenly he's the antagonist. And I really wish I had more sounds to play, but there's like no voice acting in this game. Thank God. But he he has a semi-noble quest in that like, well, he's found out that these true runes, which sort of govern the series mythology, like, they're, they're a bunch of people who carry true runes that give them magic powers, but then they, true, they have some true. sort of uh, divine presence in the world and he finds out that they will ensure the world's eventual destruction so he decides to destroy the one that he carries and prevent the the eventual destruction of the world uh, unfortunately this involves fucking over literally everyone in the story yeah they released like 35,000 copies yeah. GameStop exclusive uh-huh. so he has <laughs> to go buy them all <laughs> and this, this and enrages then he sells them on eBay yeah. you know this enrages the collectors who just wanted an amiibo <laughs> <laughs> but no, he tries to start a massive war mm-hmm. to draw out the the other holders of the true runes because he needs other true runes to destroy his own rune. And this to do that, he uh, orchestrates the burning of one of the main character's villages and uh, has like some sort of attack on another civilization. So everybody's fighting everybody else, and it's all because of him. At one point. You playing in his campaign uh, with several other evil characters, you get to actually burn down a village, and he almost kills a little girl that he's orphaned. But then, like the other people show up, and he's like, "Eh, I guess not." So yeah, and and this is only unlocked if you finish the game with all 108 stars. You you then get what an the extra fuck? chapter. 108 stars are the the 108 characters you have to recruit in Suikoden. Okay. Of which 20 are useful. Roughly that, yeah. yes. The rest will just it's sort like of hang Marvel out. It's like the Marvel vs. Capcom 3 roster, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like the, they'll mostly just hang out in your headquarters doing whatever it is they do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can take them in your party, but why would you want to? What are you even doing, Chris? I have a big blister on the side of my foot that I've never seen before. Huh. That's okay. very important. Fascinating. Yeah. Didn't mean to call attention this to it. It just shocked me. Yeah. Here, touch it in. No. This with the, the tip of your tongue. I don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can I pop it? Yeah. No! Sure. Not over me! Can we kick ass Not over me! <laughs> it doesn't look that pussy. Ugh. Uh, Ugh. Spell, Ugh. And spell pussy. No. <laughs> would it be with two S's or would it be an S and a hyphen and a Y? It seems like the kind of thing that would keep you awake at night. It, it, will. it would be hyphen it Y. That's... I will not sleep for two weeks. Two weeks? <laughs> If you get that reference, congratulations. I, I just like the accent. More, please. Ah, disaster artist. Anyway. Oh, fuck. Suikoden. Yeah, it's, it's a chance to play like as the actual villain and see his motivations, which are still kind of indefensible uh, when you, you get to the end. Can you still play this game? Is it available on PSN? I don't know that it's... I don't think it's available on PSN. Oh, never I think it. it is in Japan. Mm. Um, as a you know PS2 classic or whatever, it might be over here. I th- I think I feel like I looked for it and I couldn't find it, and then mm-hmm. I wondered, oh, 
this it is. Suikoden 5 is available because that's the one that's supposed to be really good, but was hard to find like two years after it was published. Right. Anyway, let's move on. Unless anyone has anything to say about this whatsoever. Never. <laughs> I think we said pretty much everything. Yeah. Number two. <laughs> this completes my plan to take over the world. Now begins the glorious era of the Empire of Eggman. <laughs> you can guess what this is. I knew it was familiar. I, but I don't. Wait, which game do you play as him in? Sonic what Adventure you? Two. Oh, he, the the DX or the regular version? Um, both. both. Okay. Really? Yeah. Well, Battle was the. Man, that game, game is version. fucking terrible. No, that game <laughs> holds up. So no, it out, out of all three D Sonics, that no! game holds up the no! best. No, I refuse to believe it. No, I was you know, a huge Sonic that's Adventure fan. Not even fan. necessarily contradicting your claim that it's terrible, Chris. Just that it's <laughs> no, the I, best. No, I think it is genuinely good. I, I did have fun with it. I enjoyed it at the time. Yeah. I haven't played it since, so I can't really comment one way or the other. Fine, and like, I had like fun with the pet rock. Play the original Sonic Adventure, then play that, and it's obvious mm. like which holds up better over time. Yeah. Sonic Adventure 1. No. The more focused one that makes you The more focused? Big, uh, the one with Big the Cat going <laughs> fishing? Well, not the one with Knuckles digging around in like a fucking 3D fish tank. That, that was Sonic Adventure 1, too. That's two... It's like a third of the game. No, I, know, I know what you mean. He, Knuckles has to go on the gym hunt. It sucks. It's yeah, the that, worst. That part did kind of suck. It, it killed that franchise. I did like the weird ghost that uh, you have to run around behind. Yeah, that it's killed the franchise a... as opposed to, you know, well, years, of, years of shit. Years of Sonic shit. 06. Yeah. And, but yeah, but yeah, yeah. Sonic Adventure was acceptable shit. Like bombastic and... Uh, well, Sonic Adventure had, uh, for the first time, a playable bad guy. The first one. It was one of Robotnik's robots. Yeah. That turned out to just be a little tiny bird trapped in a robotic shell. And when you oh, finished the name? game, you got to, to free the bird, and it, it flew away. I don't know that it had a name. Was it not Flicky? Was he blue? Might've, it might have been, yeah. Mm. I don't know. But <laughs> Flicky uh, was an original awful, awful Sega game for the arcade and Genesis. No, no, you're wrong. No, I'm not. You are. What? Was it not on Genesis in the arcade? It was in the arcade. It was on Genesis. It was on the SG-1000, thank but, you very much. But the game's not awful. Oh, no, oh, yes, no, yes, de- sorry, yes. It's definitely <laughs> terrible for people to see. Heidi, I understand. You have affection for things you did when you were young. But the game is available on the Sonic. We just recommended that on another show, the Sonic uh, Genesis Collection. It's terrible. But all the flickies became the characters who were trapped inside Robotnik's machines. Oh, okay. Uh, and, and they only make that real connection in Sonic 3D Blast. And I feel like Mike Grimm wants wow. to take away my admin privileges over the Sonic 3D Blast <laughs> wiki. Wiki page. I'll shut up. Well, Keep you going. should stop vandalizing. Ugh, I can't help it. There is, there is no secret cocks, and uh, to, to tell people where to find them is there just wasting everyone's time. There are always secret cocks. That's You're just right. my per- my preferred you spelling just of have cat. To look hard. Oh, big the cock. <laughs> big the cock. Yeah, it's striking. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that name makes too much sense. Please, go, please let that be the title of the episode. Big the cock. <laughs> Oh, maybe not. Well, you're, you're the one who's always pushing me to, like, no, make better SEOs. <laughs> Everybody searches cock at one time yeah, or another. That's true. That's I, true. Did, I did want to take issue with Anne. Literally Ann. every day for me. I had an unexpected Google problem that I wanted to yell at you for. <laughs> me? I needed a picture of Scott Stapp from the band Creed, thanks to Later Times uh, Shame Songs. And, and like,. Every picture of Creed is from like 1999, uh-huh. or a picture of Assassin's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was it, it was horrible. Can you imagine a 45 minute? No, Why but- didn't you just look up Creed's? 
Scott's whatever. We'll fuck do his it. Name we'll is. do it right during the break, and you'll see how it's. It was an hour of awful. What? What did you say? It's his just name Scott was? Stat playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, but you have to find the the stupidest Creed possible picture of Scott Stat. Scott. That was the that was the hope. Can you take me high? Yeah, it's like the soundtrack please. to every Dragon Ball Z anime music video I hope, on YouTube. I, I hope nobody doxes my shit and sees that search history. Scott Stapp Bam, shirtless singing. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted him with long hair. That is that is legitimately That's stupid. Bad. That's a horrible picture. Oh, that is legitimate. Uh, Brett picked that for his shame song on, on this week's episode. <laughs> he would. And then for like uh, for like two days, Bam, I'm found a better one. <laughs> oh, see, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm walking around. Is he, kiss, is he kissing, kissing the ground? I don't know. I don't know. We'll never know. That's, but I am so good at Googling. I've you suck at it. Walking around in my bed as I wake up. And like, oh no, not, not even aspiring to words. Just herdering my way through vague Wait, recollections I'm really of Creed confused. Song. Why did you blame me for this? Um, because Ubisoft. Oh, you're wearing the yeah. shirt. It's. Holy shit, we are off topic. Oh yeah, what so Sonic Adventure 2. Right. Wow. Yeah, I thought we were still talking about Suicune. No I haven't been paying attention in a fucking flickies time. in Sonic Adventure 2. We got way off track there. But it has two campaigns mm-hmm. that you can pick from the start. A light campaign and a dark campaign. Mm-hmm. I always go dark. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they both had equivalent characters. The light campaign had Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. Dark campaign had Shadow, Dr. Robotnik, and Rouge the Bat, who they introduced to be like Knuckles, Ooh. more or less. Yeah, always yes. so dark. But I, I'm So with- in the dark campaign, basically what you're doing is you're playing Eggman and company, and you're trying to you know uncover the stuff of this long-lost arc done by like his... His great granddad, or such, and there's a lot of drama, and uh-huh. it, it, it's kind of a game that introduced a lot of the dumb melodrama that current Sonic fans have yeah. kind of latched onto uh-huh. and makes you roll your eyes. Ironically but, or otherwise. But yeah. It sounds like my high school experience. <laughs> this was the game that introduced Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic's evil twin, sort mm-hmm. of, and uh, did it in a way that surprised pretty much everybody, starting with Robotnik. You're not Sonic! This is impossible! You're not silly, you're a creatures on the rampage. Since you were so kind to release me, my master, I will grant you one wish. Sorry about the sound quality there. Every YouTube video I saw has terrible sound mixing right there. I think they just played the, well, the music really loud. Terrible acting and terrible That's graphics. It, it, but anyway, Shadow doesn't just fool uh, Robotnik. <gasps> He fools every colorblind newscaster. <laughs> there has been a break-in at the Federal Reserve Bank today. Mr. What accident? Lee, the only thing that was chaos stolen emerald? was the Chaos Emerald. According to eyewitnesses at the scene, the suspect was identified as the world-renowned hero, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Federal Reserve Bank just makes me think of that tweet <laughs> that's been circulating for Hedgehog. years. It's like, Obama chuckled. You mean the Chaos Emeralds? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all of the news, all the feeds they were watching were in black and white. Maybe. They can't tell the difference between a black and red hedgehog oh, and a yeah. blue one. He's got Maybe red not. eyeliner. And he uses guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only in his spinoff. What game. did Sonic save that the like a newscaster would be aware of? He's rescued a couple mammals, I guess. Yeah. Well, He's Sonic the world Adventure famous One, hero. you know, entire yeah. That's all city you got. got fucking love. All you guys, uh-huh. yes, I guess. I, oh, I love that intro. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, this is the first time you're playing as Robotnik. I think it's the only time, really, unless you count like Sonic Drifter or another yeah. one of those weird-ass games. Yeah, that's true. Riders. That's true. Riders. Or was, he was in R, too. You, you could control yeah. his little pot. So He's I guess that's pod. the first time that you could play as Robotnik. That doesn't but, count. No, nah, it wasn't really a story-focused thing. And I, sh- I should say also, uh, yeah, we're avoiding racing games, fighting games, RTSs, anything where like you can always play as the villain. That's true. Since we've started this list, I've thought of four others. What? I, no, no Mario parties. No Mario. All right. <laughs> no. no. And and yeah, uh, Dragon Force technically is an RTS, but we're including it because you can't play as Goldark from the start. So fuck you. Yes. But you can play as Junon. That's true. Junon is pretty close to. Junon only looks like a bad guy though. Junon's like the Black Knight, who turns out to be a uh, pretty woman and therefore a good guy because she's blonde. Uh, <laughs> But she's she's a really cool character. She's who I played as the first time through because like ooh Black Knight ooh it's it's a it's a woman this is kind of cool lady. yeah it's a secret a lady, lady. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the I Sonic always universe. like to play as secret ladies oh there's there's a secret lady in Sonic Adventure too oh, also wasn't that space colony shut down over fifty years ago what's he doing up there anyway doesn't matter it's my mission to find out what he's up to. What's he, what he's yeah, up I to? Love, number one, the, the voice acting there, and number two, what's he doing up there? Oh, it doesn't matter. It's my mission to find out what he's doing up there. <laughs> like, what? You just contradicted yourself. <laughs> God, I hate these fucking. God damn it. Yeah, it's Rouge the Bat. She's uh, a, a treasure hunter who helps out Robotnik, and in the very end, it turns out she's an agent working for the president. <laughs> Good <laughs> job, agent. <laughs> Thank you, agency director. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah, this was. I, I thought Sonic Adventure Two was fun. I agree with Heidi on this one. Yay! So, this uh, side of the table is right. Yeah, yeah, and you know what? My dad thought beating up gays was fun. This, what <laughs> was it back what? in the seventies? Yeah, uh, things change over time, Michael. Eventually, it's revealed as horrific and awful. And we don't engage in it anymore. Yet this gets to come out on the virtual console. Yeah. I say bullshit. It's homophobic. <laughs> I don't know. A bunch of Sonic and Shadow fan art says otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It says a yeah. lot oh, of things. Oh, we know. We've all Googled our name plus the hedgehog. <laughs> Have, oh, I've never done that. What? No. Well, hold up. No. I'm willing to bet there's hold a lot up. more Heidi the Hedgehog than Chris the Hedgehog, just for sheer alluration. The, the best Shadow the Hedgehog film... Is yep. is 17, uh, 17 seconds long and can be found on YouTube under the name Buttlicker. <laughs> Look it up. I don't want to spoil anything, but Shrek is in it. <laughs> oh, of course Shrek is in it. <laughs> Did any of you hear the one about the escape patient hunting down the guards and killing them one by one? No? Stick around. God damn it. This is a little... <laughs> That's... God damn it! <laughs> Don't look up Chris oh, the so Hedgehog. Sorry, everybody, go look up DeviantArt.com. It's not even a hedgehog. Chris the Hedgehog. It's not a hedgehog. It is somebody a, named is, Chris is, the Hedgehog. Commission. That is so an obese woman with a CPAP fetish. man. No, I think she's being force fed. I think she's being force fed to All be right. fatter. Wait, wait. Or, or you could be this guy. Tron Hedgehog. <laughs> I'm Chris Stryker the Hedgehog. Chris Stryker the... Oh, he has the uh, Shin Megami right. Tensei markings on him. <laughs> I haven't even said what game oh, this is boy. yet. It's all right. Oh, I already all wish know. I was dead. Having yeah. too much fun with this. Um, 
So Arkham Asylum, Batman uh, Arkham Asylum. Mm-hmm. I think the best Arkham game, and this is my favorite Joker. Yes, mm. I, I would agree with both of those statements. Uh, but this, if you played it on PS3, you had yeah, access to the Joker DLC, mm-hmm. which okay, we're, we're <laughs> fudging a little bit here because it's a challenge. Not mode. really a campaign. Not really a campaign, mm-hmm. but you do get to play as Joker. And it's really fun to stealth kill guards by kicking them in the balls from behind. <laughs> uh, it's it's the only time. Stick leg yeah, and and like, like stork legs. I was looking at several other games for this list, like you know, Transformers War for Cybertron is a big one that has a Decepticon campaign, and a bunch of others. And it's like this is the one that feels right. This is the one that I like the best. And also, and I told I told Michael about this, but like an hour and a half ago, I tweeted, you know, if you. When you hear the word villain, mm-hmm. what characters pop in your head? Joker's like half the people responded with Joker. A large amount responded with Scar, which is surprising to me because I did not realize there were that many Lion King fans. The Lion King was probably their first movie. I guess. And like Star Wars or something. I think kind Darth Vader. Surprisingly, you may also have a lot of story followers. Shockingly, <laughs> yeah, probably. Shockingly few Vaders. Like, maybe really? three. Well, wow. I think he's, he's like, transcendent villain, and everybody loves him now. Bunch of snidely whiplashes, too. <laughs> Twiddle my mustache. Skeletors. Ah. No Skeletors. Not a single person said wow. Skeletors. I'm not very evil, yeah. man. <laughs> what is this Christmas? I know. A few, people, a few we'll, people said me. We'll defeat He-Man by sending a bunch of magazines to his house. <laughs> <laughs> I've got his email address. I'll sign him up for so much spam. Skeletor's a gamergator now? We'll respond to three classifieds for trampolines with He-Man's name. (laughs) So nefarious. Beastman, bend over. Uh, Joker's also sort of transcended that oh, thing. That, like everybody kind of loves him, so they have to make him do horrible things every so often just to reinforce. Like, no, he's he a bad sucks. guy. You shouldn't love him. Yeah. He beats his girlfriend for fuck's sake. Yeah. And if you haven't been reading the new comics, I'm not caught up on Endgame, but I love that it's teased. You ever notice that we can't kill this guy? And here's a bunch of pictures of him popping up throughout the last 100 years. Joker is immortal. He's an immortal being that cannot be killed. And so even if Batman tried to kill him, he uh, somebody killed him and it didn't work. Wow! Oh. With an axe to the face. Oh, uh, he, he's got a new face, right? But I'm just—it makes—I don't know if they're going to keep with that, but like that is something they're teasing in the comics, and I fucking love it. Like the Joker is an immortal being of pure, like awful mischief, hmm. constantly bored with uh, like the status quo. And is built to fuck up everything. Well, maybe he'll come back for Arkham Knight then. Yeah, because he doesn't even like he rarely has like Arkham Knight's a prequel though, isn't it? No, I don't think so. No, Origins was the prequel. Or that's right. I'm yeah. just, I haven't played. But skippable. Asylum was the <laughs> second to last performance by, in my opinion, the best actor. It's my favorite Joker ever to portray Joker. Mm-hmm. Who gave us lines like this? I'm free, Arkham. Free to do whatever I want, and no one can stop me. So yeah, playing as Joker is pretty cool. You get like the uh, the chattery teeth mm-hmm. that you can send out to attract guards and then blow up when they gather around <laughs> it. Uh, you have a gun, which is not a very character-specific gadget, but you know it's a gun. It's something Batman would never use. A gun that can kill people, or yes. like bloodborne stun them and no, you kill people. Nice. Joker mm-hmm. kills guards. Joker mm. kills a lot of guards escaping from Arkham. He's also remarkably good at stealth. 
hanging off of things and fighting crowds like Batman is. Oh, Even really? Though, and it's it's weird because like he's this skinny beanpole, and he's just like in the middle of a crowd of guards, and yeah, just kicking ass acrobatically. So it's like yeah. You, number one, you look too skinny and way too old to be doing this. Like, yeah, but I, I played a lot of that stupid slash awesome uh, Batman. Uh, Infinity War game on the or Infinity Infinity Blade ripoff for the iPhone. Oh yeah, oh, it, yeah, yeah. I played a ton of it and playing the Joker. It's really fun to see him fight. He's so lanky. Yeah, it seems like it takes forever to hit, for him to get his fists around. Yeah, I always yeah he he has the comical wind up that like how is this effective? But love it. But it is. Yeah, this is the only time you'll see this screen when you die. You'll never win, Joker. Mm. I'll always be here to stop you. So, yeah. Also, my favorite Batman. It's a nice touch because uh, you know, whenever you die in Arkham Asylum or City, you have whatever villain is currently menacing you just kind of pop into view against a black background and you know deliver one final diss. Come in, Joker! Sick bird! Joker! <laughs> <laughs> Again, read those comics. Immortal being, I love it. Yeah, it's an interesting. Actually, no, I kind of hate that. that I can of, see why you'd hate it, but it saps the fun out of it. It's the, the only way that makes like, it. No, he's Loki, the god of chaos. Like, who wants that? Because that's who he is. You love it when he comes back. Uh-huh. He always gets killed uh-huh. and constantly comes back. When does he get killed? Doesn't in seem the to ever fear death. He's constantly thrown off an extremely high cliff. Yeah, but on a regular basis, he's a, he's a, <laughs> a high functioning crazy person. That, that doesn't give them the ability and to defy gravity. The Arkham Asylum comic uh, stipulated that he might have a form of hypersanity where his entire personality changes from day to day and he's just incredibly bored by everything. Also, that, mm. I just, I, but I love that he's that the perfect... That also seems like the trait of an immortal, an immortal being. He's the perfect... He's constantly bored by everything. He's the per- we were looking at the Ant-Man trailer and it's like, it's got another one of those like, I'm a billionaire and this will be mine. And like, God, we're doing that again. I wish I could be interested in that. But I, I, I even, like, even after the second trailer, I was just like, I don't I did care. like the new trailer. But the Joker doesn't need any of that ever. No. What, likes, you, what, are you, what is your goal? Gasoline to, and bullets are cheap, man. To do anything <laughs> that's the opposite of what you want. I'm the Joker. This is great. That's all he exists to do is serve as an antagonist. That is a superpower. Yeah, and so Batman's like, all right, I want to kill everybody. And Joker's like... Puppies! But you see him all <laughs> You see him all the time, like, you can't kill me, Joker. I don't want to kill you. I love you, Bats. <laughs> I need you. I went uh, was it uh, was it Dark Knight Returns where Joker keeps referring to Batman as sweetie and darling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, in a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, but he he loves Batman. He loves the idea that he Batman does. won't kill him but won't stop playing with him. Mm-hmm. See, to me he's He's strangely the perfect villain. And if, oh man, if you go back and read that first comic where he's like killed instantly and he's just this stupid gangster in clown makeup, it makes no sense. But like, this is great. I, I mm. love the. I know you don't want him to be Loki, but him being a Loki character makes more sense. I don't necessarily need that to have him return over and over again, but I think it's an. I, I'm sure though that won't be status quo. Mm. But it's an interesting thing that, that that the comic is dealing with. The Joker might be immortal and unkillable, and has been existed for hundreds of years. Huh. Neat, neat, neat. Yeah, well, flowing with Lazarus blood, detective. That certainly lends itself to a lot of the Elseworld stories, or totally. whatever. Like, oh, what if the Joker was working in Europe in the 1500s? Yes, <laughs> and there was also a Batman at the time. It's Gotham by Gaslight, except that Joker is canonical from one it's to the other. The first hmm. Batman comic I received, strangely, hmm. by Gaslight. Yeah. That is weird. It's like you were being gaslighted. Thank you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
All right. Well, that's the top five games where you get to play as the villain, not a villain. We're going to take a little break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this week's new releases, some news, some other stuff. So stay tuned. Motherfuckers, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch. Or should I say, lives under the porch of the guy I just wrestled to the ground and shit on the face of? Yeah, how you like that? Where's your idol now, dicks? Yeah, okay, so, yeah, all right, right, you know, a lot of you don't like me, and I've given you ample reason to with this sort of attitude, but really, I'm just here as I am every week to support the show and to help you support the show by giving you a bunch of marching orders that you may or may not act on. As always, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Leave five-star reviews only. Only five-star reviews, please. We, we beg of you. Only five stars because that's the only way that people will decide that we're cool and that Apple will think we're cool and that we'll get more listeners out of this whole bargain. Everything you do helps a lot, so thank you to those of you who have left us five-star reviews over the last couple years. It's, it's been an immense help. We, we owe you hugely. We know. You may have noticed there are Amazon links on lasertimepodcast.com. Yeah, clicking on those and buying things, even if they're not the things you clicked on, just click and search for something else will help the hosts financially they'll get a little cut of whatever you spend if you're gonna buy mortal kombat say or some other game that is available on amazon mario party 10 i guess or you know maybe more expensive things like consoles or new pcs or fuck it 4k tvs go buy them through the amazon links on laser time and we'll get some of that filthy filthy lucre and it won't cost you anything extra uh, you can tell a friend if you don't want to spend money, that's free. Just uh, go up to them and say, Hey friend, there was this raccoon on Video Game Apocalypse. And they'll be like, What's Video Game Apocalypse? You're like, Oh my god, you've never heard of Video Game Apocalypse? It's this podcast about video games. And they're like, I don't listen to podcasts unless they're called Serial. And then you punch them in their fucking jaw. You hear me? You just punch them in the fucking jaw. Finally, you can comment on the articles at Video Game Apocalypse. Post on the forums, lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. It's a great place to answer the question of the week, which is probably your best chance to get read on the show. And, and you know, it's also a great way to leave comments. Let, it, let the host know what you think, what they should change, so long as it's not get rid of the raccoon. Because, frankly, we're all sick of reading that, and I'm sick of coming up with elaborate ruses to hide your posts from, from the hosts and distract their attention every time I think they're on the verge of seeing them. So let's let's just do each other a favor and, and stop that, okay? Just just let's live and let live and let me keep my job and annoy you every week for a couple minutes. Speaking of which, I know, I know, I've worn out my welcome this week. Back to the show. And we're back! Man, that yeah. was great when the raccoon like totally wrestled Chris to the ground. Is then, that what like, happened? And, yeah, and then totally like took a dump on his face. Am I gonna have to voice act this now? That's right. <laughs> Find the fiction. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Well, it's our second segment, so let's just jump in with. So good to have a show. fan in the studio. <laughs> All right, well, obviously the biggest new release this week is I Am Bread. No, it's it's actually <laughs> a, a toss-up depending on who you are. If you're a PC gamer, it's Grand Theft Auto V. God, that looks cool. I want it so bad. Yeah. And right after Rockstar, like just a couple months after Rockstar released the 
definitive version with first person. It looks really cool on next nobody gen consoles. Be- nobody believed that. Now it's the super definitive version with 60 frames per second that looks amazing. And a video on the editor and yep. Uh, yep. like fucking crazy resolution support. Yeah, 4K. I mean, PC ports are becoming little pieces of artwork in and of themselves. And mm-hmm. Rockstar takes forever to do it, but they take that shit very seriously. Yeah. And it's great to just see Ugh. everyone losing their shit again over a, oh, what, two-year-old game now? The next three years, we're just going to get great videos of Buzz Lightyear driving oh, a no. piano <laughs> I'm just, into yes. a dildo. It's I'm be counting great. the days until I get that stupid horse mod and Tyler <laughs> can do another one of those uh, no-friction <sighs> yes. races. Yep. Those are so well, Is the Tyler, My Little Pony version out yet? Uh, it has to be. If it's not, it's being worked on by... F- Fucking legitimate scientists. My <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, NASA operatives. Tyler passively looked at my computer. He's like, it's pretty resource intensive. I'm like, can this PC handle it? And he just looked at it and like, no. <laughs> no, there's no way I can handle it. Oh, uh, Also, like the other big release this week, uh, I ordered, I made the mistake of whatever reason, some madness possessed me and I was like, you know what? I think I want Mortal Kombat 10 on physical media. Mm-hmm. So I'll pre-order it from Amazon. It'll come in day of release. Mm-hmm. And I can talk about it on the show. Uh, so I waited around yeah. until 5.30, came over here, and then uh, about an hour, hour and a half later, we were at pizza, and I suddenly got a ding on my phone saying, package delivered successfully. So never again, Amazon. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm all. I could have been playing it at 9 p.m. last night. How does that usually work, though? I thought they this day of release normally come in the morning. It's come from it like, comes whenever UPS gets to your house. No, and I, uh, I was, mean the day of release stuff is sent out like a couple days before. There's two times where I pre-ordered on Amazon, and then I'll like I'm leaving for work, and it'll be on my doorstep. Mm. Like that's surprisingly inconvenient. Don't tease me like this when I'm about to go do something I hate. <laughs> um, you haven't worked in ages. It's been. Uh, Wait, wow, happy year anniversary. Yay! <laughs> it's one year to the day. Has it only been a year? It's, this is the, it hasn't even, it's just officially been a year, a year like three hours ago. Aww. Three hours ago. <laughs> I, I guess. I still got a week or so before it's my anniversary. I guess, one year. Uh, maybe a little, there'll be good news. Who knows? But uh, Having a great time. You've played Mortal Kombat 10. What do you yeah. think? Um, It was amazing. Like, I was right away sucked. Like, I didn't play much of 9 just because, like, we were working at Radar at the time, and like, mm-hmm. ah, these guys got it. I, I played it for like a second for video capture, but I had fun watching everybody play it, uh, seeing if my old moves work. They do. That checks out. I have other things to do. Uh, Mortal Kombat's not my thing. I, but uh, yeah, being able to play it, I don't know, sucked me right back in again. I, I, I know people have like, this is too gory for this day and age. And I understand mm-hmm. that like that kind of gore is definitely not welcome in every game, let alone every game like it was during that period. Yeah. But it is appropriate for Mortal Kombat. Absolutely. I love I love them innovating the gore. I mean, it is it is weird to watch some of those fatalities and realize we're moving past a phase where like, oh, gore in video games equals uh bloody chunks flying yeah, in different like, directions. And you, now it's actually You break sort open sub zero and like sixteen uh spine sprites fly out of them. Like there was uh-huh, no realism yeah. in it at all. I yeah, want like, DLC that mimics that. Yeah, me too, actually. That's true. Yeah, I want to explode someone and about like twenty skulls and large <laughs> intestines fly out of their body. Well we stream we not only streamed it, uh we collected um all the fatalities, brutalities, X rays, and we put them up on our, our YouTube channel, lasertime.com YouTube.com slash laser time network do you but, have a favorite uh it i mean jesus christ one i can't I, I there's hate a jesus this. christ fatality i hate saying this <laughs> but scorpions like the reaction dave like dave 
got <clears throat> got got a little like that. He got a little that good, huh? Bleh. Yeah, it was really gross, like surprisingly gross. What but does he do? Th- um, he does something super lame, okay. and the character drops to their knees, and then Scorpion is armed with a sword now. Maybe that's a new thing. Maybe that's an old thing. Uh, the chops off a person's face at the base of their chin to the middle of the top of their head, ah. and it slides down, and this like half the brain falls out, and a severed tongue is still wiggling inside. <laughs> a, not a severed head, a severed face. Yeah, um, that sounds. And but it's it's just that that one was like over the top gross in a way I didn't expect. The other the other stuff like I I, I liked Cassie's. Which with, one was Cassie's? Um, she's got a couple. Oh, the selfie the, one? Yeah, the no, selfie that one. No, that one, it's, it's the... Genuinely it's, made me giggle. It's the picture uh, on the front of the video. Cassie's it's, it like was the best. one of the first characters who's the offspring of two yes. fighters who've been in the series Johnny for 20... Sonya. Yeah, Johnny Strangely and Sonya. Sonya's my jam, so mm-hmm. maybe I'll like Cassie. Sonya's got a good one. Like, that she... I was playing as Goro, and Dave was playing as Sonya, and he punched my... Punched Goro's balls until they exploded. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, that's awesome. I'm glad that exists somewhere yeah. in, in a game. Especially with... I don't know. I think the tone's right. It, well, wasn't there a, like, ball exploding in that one horrible... Fo- ball, ball breaker? Backbreaker? No, no, no. It was football that, game? this one the football... sniper game? Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I did an article. You did? Yeah, you did. Exploding balls. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, crotch attacks, I think. <laughs> it was just games where testicles get brutalized. And that one, it was... Uh, is, it was, was it Blitz the League? Yeah. Yes, yeah. that's what it was. That's so that was one where I I couldn't believe it because like you'd you'd hit a guy in a certain way and it would show like an X-ray of a testicle like his testicles floating in the scrotum yeah. mm-hmm. and then they just get crushed and all of a sudden like just all this red blood and like white liquid starts spraying everywhere inside oh, the scrotum God. it's like is that jizz <laughs> in a football game. <laughs> Tied in with a Nick Kroll FX TV show? <laughs> Wait, it's a different league. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was horrifying. So yeah, it's good to know that there's stuff like that. And then there's the the fatality that really kind of got to me seeing other people do it before release was Aramox uh, one, where he lifts them into the air, twists them into a knot basically, and then uh, pulls out their all their viscera through their mouth. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that scene in Lucio Fulci's The Gates of Hell, but somehow weirder and grosser. Uh, we, that was one of the ones we could not get, we could not perform successfully. Oh. So well, you know, you could always buy the Easy Fatality DLC. <clears throat> yeah, I would like to talk that about that, sucks. but let me just say that uh, we did, uh, <laughs> because we were streaming, and was I wanted it to... Worth it? Uh, no, because it didn't at all work. Oh, uh, no. there, were, there were a couple of issues, like right when you load up the game, it's like, welcome to Mortal Kombat Factions. You and a team of entire the world will be playing together on the side that you choose, earning you points. System error. What? <laughs> like, I can't even start the game until this is over, so you have to like quickly exit out of like its explanation on how it's tied together online. You're all playing for different factions. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, you cannot get to the game. It'll keep kicking. I, I haven't had a PS4 game like kick me out of the game that many mm-hmm. times. Uh, but I, we, I thought that was weird. I know Steam is there are a ton of Steam issues at the moment. Yeah, uh, they can't yeah. fully download the game. Yeah, Steam was having trouble both with Mortal Kombat mm-hmm. and with GTA Five. Holy shit, that was apparently there's something with GTA Five where like if your Windows login name has any special characters in it, the game will not work. Well, it's made for games for Windows Live, like the last one, right? No, <laughs> it shouldn't be. But it, the funniest thing I saw is that like we're. 
Dave and I stream every Tuesday at three. So and then like we do take the, that stream seriously, but we're not full time streamers by any means because I mean you know you guys are listening, none of you watch, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, there's people so dedicated to streaming they're starting the game up before they fully act like have installed the game, and there's another activation activation window that pops up when you install the game. So popular streamers were streaming the game. The activation code would pop up, flash to thousands of people, and their game was stolen. <laughs> ga- it, it happened. It happened. <laughs> I know it shouldn't. It shouldn't be funny, but it is. Just, it should not be funny, but it is. Um, and it's it's not. It's pretty easy to happen. Like some of my Steam keys for older games pop up on my notifications list as well, so it could easily happen to one of us. Whoops. Yep. Whoops. A days. Uh, but Mortal Kombat, super fucking fun. Um, Trying to think of more the, the fatalities thing, because mm-hmm. um, I I bought it because <laughs> I knew we were streaming and I didn't want to struggle with learning the moves of every character, but mm-hmm. I wanted to see every fatality, mm-hmm. uh, and I wanted to make an entertaining stream. So yes. I I thought why not pay the extra five bucks? Um, it's five I wonder, bucks. I wonder if that's uh, five bucks for thirty easy fatalities. I wonder oh. if that's part of the reason why they did that though. Well, I but so I Google it and like how the fuck do I activate these? They're not here, and the whole world is losing their mind over. And I understand, like, you can hate me for getting it. That's what, You should hate me for downloading them, for paying uh, ne- or NetherRealm for that. But who fucking cares if they're selling fatalities? It's different. It's weird. But it's one of those free-to-play things like, yeah, you shouldn't need it. You've played Mortal Kombat for years. You know how to execute a fatality. Well, the part that kills me is they're selling characters. There's the, the combat pack where oh, you get like a ton of characters. Jason Voorhees, the, the Predator, all that stuff. But, like... It's like thirty bucks or something for a pack of extra characters. Like, I don't. Yeah, I don't know exactly I, how I, that works. Like, are there are there ten characters? Because I feel comfortable paying like three bucks. It's per weird character. because we we also played the story mode and you see like a bunch of like Striker and Nightwolf and like they're not selectable and it's like mm. anybody here who has a proper texture is a playable character <laughs> that I'm eventually going to have to pay for. Right. I know this mm-hmm. uh, whether they've been announced or not and. There, there's not. It doesn't seem. Also, to be a, is anybody really lining up to play as Striker or Nightwolf? <laughs> um, I, you know what? There will be people who complain about the DLC that, that that's well, all they wanted to wait play. Wait until as. they find out like one of them is really high tier, and then everybody will be using. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's, yeah. that's the thing. Like, be well, the new Mortal cameras. Kombat isn't that type of fighting game. Like, and I like that. I like that they're super technical, like competitive fighting games. And Mortal Kombat's never been that. It's a really good single player. It's a, Mortal Kombat it's a player. really good single player fighting game, and it's like a, it, especially the last one. Yeah, that I'm a Street Fighter guy. Was really good. Fucking Street Fighter sucks as a single player game. Like <laughs> hands down, like it has almost nothing to do unless you want to count frame data. Uh, it has nothing to do with a single player game, and like Mortal Kombat has an excellent single player, like a, a bunch of the tower modes, a bunch of faction stuff, a bunch of single player stuff, and a. And a uh, let's just call it a ridiculously robust, robust QTE-filled story mode. Um, uh, that I can get behind. I mean, I really liked the story mode. I think that was the biggest surprise of Mortal Kombat 9, just that it had that, and it was so deep, and it was it was really like, a, this is like a new Mortal Kombat movie for fans of the franchise who have actually been invested all these years. It's really interesting, except when it's aggressively uninteresting and mm. dealing with a shitload of lore. But other, there's other like action sequences like, this is fucking great. Scorpion and Sub-Zero attacking Johnny Cage and Sonya Blade in a helicopter. That's really fun. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and uh, it was one of those things that, like, I was like, oh, I gotta see if I can get a copy, email, PR somebody, and maybe get a copy. Who do I know? Who do I know? I'm like, 
fuck it, it's a Mortal Kombat game. You're gonna have you're gonna get enjoyment of this. I'm gonna play with Anne, and we were gonna play last night, but I couldn't get it to yeah, download. Yeah, didn't mm-hmm. download till like one thirty. And we don't Aww. play games together at all, and it's just like we're we do that for like two nights with Mortal Kombat, and it's like sold. I do that with like two more people. We did that with Smash Brothers. We did, we did, but for one night. For, for one night, and only because someone was coming over who yeah. wanted to play. But it's like this. Hank and Elson will be over tomorrow. I'm sure we'll play a little Mortal Kombat. Michael, you and I might play a little after to, after this. Sure. Play some Mortal Kombat. It was, it's totally worth it. 60 bucks. don't have a problem with it. The $5 I spent on the easy, <laughs> uh, the easy fatalities, I, I don't think there's a big reason to be pissed at that. Because there's no, like, the people who are pissed at that, it's not for you. What do you care? <laughs> what do you care? Like, it's, it's it, like, there are. Well, it's like, why didn't you make easy fatalities in the first place? Why should they be easy? Why, why make easy, easy combos something you could buy? I don't know. I did, like it, it's it's so superfluous. There's a there's a, t- a well, fatality. I think there's Cap- a fatality training mode that gives you mm. the fatality that you can just do it. Yeah. So like, if you really don't want to learn it mm-hmm. and execute it live when you're playing somebody and you actually beat them with the skill that you've accrued, a you should be able to do a fatality. B who gives a shit? Yeah. There are, the the free to play games are defined as good and bad by what they charge you for. In a game like League of Legends that doesn't charge you for almost anything game related, it's all superfluous, is considered good. This is a good piece of DLC. You don't need it. It seems weird, mm-hmm. but who gives a shit? I think if it were Capcom, though, they would have just called that shit Easy Operation and settled for pissing off all the fans. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different version. I, why am I still the I don't give a fuck. It's yes, been a exactly. year of the day. Attack Capcom. All you know. No, don't do that. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. People are, those people are practically broken over there. Leave oh. them alone, assholes. <laughs> Another high-profile release, and this is one I think you could talk about, Heidi. Mm-hmm. Titan Souls. Oh, talk, oh yeah. I can talk about it a little bit. I've I actually need to go home and kind of buy it, but I did play it a fair bit at mm-hmm. E3 and it was kind of awesome. What is it exactly? So, I've um, been in a total news blackout about it. I just know that people love it. Yeah, um I only a, know that it's it's been a demo on Best Buy's 4K televisions for about 4 months. Wow. So that's I go and look and check it out every time I'm there. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. So Your showcase. <laughs> Where are you going, Chris? Oh, he's, he's getting a beer. Okay. Well, Titan Souls is a, a little indie game, you know, top-down, pixels, all that typical indie stuff. But the catch for this one is that everything takes one hit. You die in one hit. Bosses die in one hit. Whoa. And really, all there is is bosses. So when you're trying to kill the bosses, they have just really elaborate patterns, like... I remember fighting one that was just, you know, a rolling, like, a cube that would shift all over the place. So on one side of the cube, you had uh, an eyeball. So you had to just kind of... That's what I was wondering. You had to run around the arena and get it to show its its eyeball, but it would only do it for, like, a second or two. So you had to lure it into a place, just get the shot, and hit it, which is a lot easier said than done. Yeah, it sounds like it requires a ton of... Uh observation before you actually can bother doing anything and therefore survival right and there's a slime boss too and of course every time you hit it it splits now every time you hit it 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 you know that one form dies but Mm -hmm. two more take its place and they can all kill you in one hit so i (laughs) it it isn't like you know frustrating Mm -hmm. i am going to it you know, when you say one-hit death, you think of something like Super Meat Boy mm. or the billion I-want-to-be-the-guy clones that just kind of, like, kill you 
again and again without really good reason. But everything here feels kind of like there's a method, there's a, a, mm. a good route to take care of this, and it's very interesting. I liked it a lot when I played it, and I'm sure it's... Oh, God damn it, Chris. Sorry. <laughs> Hilarious. But, yeah, I like I really liked what I played of it. I need to go home and, and buy it and play it some more. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it lived up to the, the demo I had a while back. I'm sorry I, <laughs> I haven't played the updated version. I'm, I'm oh, it God. It's super charming. It is very yeah. charming. No relation to Dark Souls or Demon Souls. You or, wish. Yeah, I do wish <laughs> that you might die I'm, a lot. I've been... I've logged 43 hours in Bloodborne at this wow. point and realizing, like, oh, my God, I'm probably going to start a new game plus when I finish. Mm-hmm. Just because I did several things wrong and I missed certain <laughs> opportunities. Sure like, did. I want to go back and do those. God, that game is fun. I, I want to play start over. Fuck. I haven't been able to play that game in a full week. <laughs> I'll never be free. Uh, but there is, there is another game out this week I really want to talk about. Mm. Uh, Adult Swim just sent me an unsolicited review code. Westerado Double Barrel. Yes. This is one of the ones I played at PAX East. Yeah, it's so weird and so fun. It's so funny. I think, have we talked about this on the cast before? We talked about it it in the context of PAX East. Yeah, but it's it's like a Western game, free roaming, looks like something on the Commodore 64. Kind kind of adventure game. Yeah, but totally... It's it's it sort of feels like a, a demake of Red Dead Redemption sometimes. Yeah, yeah but sort much, of. But it plays like the original Legend of Zelda. But like when you're having conversations with people, right. you can accuse them of a crime, or you can like draw your gun mid conversation mm-hmm. in the hopes that one, they give you the information you're looking for, and two, they don't draw their gun and return and start firing at yeah. you. Um, one thing, it is a totally open ended story. In that you can do crazy shit that, like, has... You, you can sort of reshape the story because the only narrative that matters is that you're looking for the man who killed your brother and mother and burned your ranch. And the way you do this is you do favors for people and in return they will tell you some detail about the killer. Like, oh, he, he always wears a wide-brimmed hat. Oh, he wears a gray jacket. And you're sort of forming this... Picture, picture of the killer and they're all pixel people so it's, it's like eh, this could it, be the person it's it's sort of like a western version of that game guess who where it's like uh is <laughs> is your guy bald i know you have a mustache <laughs> <laughs> basically cars do not actually talk <laughs> yes yeah. and you only can... white children may play <laughs> <laughs> so when when you have a completed picture like the idea you can accuse pretty much anyone you meet like, half the people you meet, it's like, it was you! And they're like, no, it wasn't me, I promise! And then you can draw a gun on them, and they they get terrified. But then the, the one time I finally met the guy uh, who did it, and I knew it was him because I had a complete picture, it's like, there wasn't an option to do that. So I just drew my gun on him in mid-conversation. He's like, you better put that away. And so I cock the gun. He's like, all right, you got me. And then he, like, runs. But you'll never catch me. He runs away. And then, like, that opens up the final level where you have to fight the bad guy. Oh, is there a Christopher Waltz mode? Uh, I'm sorry, Christoph Christoph Waltz. <laughs> sorry, gentlemen. I'm a ward of the state. I, <laughs> that would be cool. A bounty there, there are moments where I pulled my gun where it seems like I should have been shot on sight. Mm-hmm. Like, I needed the sheriff to do something for me, so I went into the sheriff station or the sheriff department. Hey, sheriff! And I pulled my gun on the sheriff mid-conversation, <laughs> surrounded by other officers. Mm-hmm. 
He didn't. He was like, well, you should put that away. I'm getting a little nervous. And I cocked my gun at him. He's like, all right, I'll tell you what you need to know. I'm like, why are people not gunning me down? <laughs> because the sheriff is lazy. He was a drunk, or, I think, but, was, his, yeah. was his jam. Or tolerant. The famous yeah. last lines, let's scare the sheriff. Well, one thing, <laughs> that, <laughs> one thing that I had repeating in my head was... But it was, worked. Like, there's an adage that people use a lot about cops these days. It's like, when you can solve problems with a gun, mm-hmm. suddenly every problem seems like a gun problem. And <laughs> Were you the NRA? No, I'm, I'm saying that, like, so when you have a gun, suddenly every problem looks like it can be solved with a gun. Mm-hmm. And in this case, that definitely happened to me late in the game when, like, you know, there, there, there are alternate ways of dealing with problems. Like, oh, there's this gang that's taken over they're they're blocking the railroad tunnel and they're not letting anybody come in and rebuild it after this cave-in you need to get rid of them and you find out like they're just a bunch of out of work cowboys they're they're really harmless they'll let you go by with if you don't talk to them without a challenge and so you can you can do a favor for them and like find them a bunch of money pay them off and they'll leave or you can just shoot them all (laughs) And in my case, I got to a point where I'm just like, fuck it. I'm, I'm really good with fuck my it. gun. I got this. I can kill all y'all. <laughs> and I actually completely broke the story. <laughs> well, not broke, because this was intended to happen, but I did something that most players would not think to do. And that at one point, you meet a tribe of Native Americans and talk to the chief. And you're like, I'm looking for the man what killed my family. He's like, oh, so you think it was one of us? That's... That's a really hurtful stereotype because you think we're all violent. And like, well, no, I, I just thought you might have seen him. I'm like, uh, well, I, we, I, we have, but we'll tell you uh, what we know if you go and free the buffalo from either one of the ranchers or the, the military base, the, the, the army fort. <laughs> oh, and so I'm like, well, I'm trying to do something with the ranchers, trying to put them together to, to pit them against the oil baron. So I don't want to piss them off. So I'll go to the, the army fort and free their buffalo. And the second I do, every soldier in the place has their gun trained on me and starts shooting. So I'm like, uh, okay, I'll, I'll fight you. And I, I kill every soldier in the place. <laughs> uh, so the army fort is just filled with corpses. And this was after talking to the, uh, the Indian chief and saying, like, oh, you, sh- you shouldn't fight these people. You should try and negotiate a peace settlement. <laughs> so then I kill everybody and I go back and they're like, okay, well, we'll ride out to the wall and, and we'll meet with the White Walkers. They keep referring to white people as the White Walkers. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to settle things peacefully. Just meet us there. And so I go to the wall of the fort and there's just soldier bodies everywhere where I didn't put them. And so I just assume that, oh, the natives must have attacked anyway. What the hell? So I go over to the chief and ask for an explanation. He's like, yeah, it was like this when we got here. Somebody else killed all these soldiers. <laughs> and then they have, it, it, must, it must have been the spirits. And you have the option of saying, like, yeah, it must have been the spirits. They're saying, <laughs> it was me. And I said, it was me. And he's like, oh, cool. You want a tomahawk? Like, yeah, sure. It's like, you want to ride with us and, and kill everyone in town? Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go and I kill all the townspeople. And now the town is just like a bunch of teepees and a bunch of uh, Native Americans who all say the same thing <laughs> when I talk to them. <laughs> Uh, nice gun, Michael Robards. <laughs> Pretty much. Again, Chris Antista likes to call me out whenever I look at my phone. He's been on his phone tippy tapping for it's like an important 10 minutes. Email. 
Oh, it's an important email. You think the things I do on my phone aren't important? Absolutely not. Research things like the Rocket Power Wiki to see what the fuck Mike Groom is talking about when he says, oh, like half the pages are Cold War and World Since War II Since Anne has, has, has allowed me to, this is about the laser time physical item, which is being produced right now and what supply we're going to do it in, but we revealed it on a stream. We should have it on an article on lasertimepodcast.com, but the physical item you'll get with your IRL commentary pack, which go down on... Uh, October. That was all April gibberish 20th. to me. Yeah, April twentieth. So fast. I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> we have a physical item. It's our t- uh, ten dollar reward for uh-huh. the IRL commentary donation drive to help us pay ah, our taxes. Gotcha. And if you haven't seen it, it is Super Mario Two done IRS style. Super Taxio Brothers. This seems like a thing the raccoon should be talking about. Maybe, but and Anne he brought might it up. have already discussed it. Who knows? So. Probably not. But it is uh, important for fuck's sake. <laughs> like if you, this it wants to exist another year. We got to do this. Just uh, so anyway, um, Westerado. I I started when I started playing it. It was just sort of like a yeah. This looks mildly interesting. I'll give it a shot. Super funny. And yeah, it, I got super into it, and like three four hours later, I had finished my playthrough, and it's like I kind of want to do this again. No joke. Everything I played at uh, at the Adult Swim booth. At Pax East was super good, with the exception mm-hmm. of fuck. What was the name? The one that's already out. Ob? No, not Oblitus. Oblitus? No, maybe it was Oblitus. Vulgar. Not the one that's Oblitus already out. is out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the, that's the one I didn't love. That's like the super challenging roguelike where yeah, they, that's they the were one I didn't saying love. like don't don't write anything about like the last few chapters. Like I can't even make it past the first one. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, that's the one I didn't love. But there are some that are just, they're super, super good. So, yeah, I think that about does it. No, no, that's not no, about doing it for new releases. God right, damn it. What else you got? I have been waiting here patiently to rave. To rave? No, no, I am going to rave about motherfucking Fantasy Zone 2 on oh, 3DS. Right. Yes, okay, please what? do. Continue. Yes, okay. I don't know what this is. Okay. Fantasy Zone was a series of shooters yeah. by Sega done in the 80s. Yeah. Yes, so as you may or may not know, and shmups. I real No, we do not say shmups here. No? No. I think I, I am the one who That's determines our that, word. But, okay. No. <laughs> Anne hates Bay, I hate shmups. All right, fair enough. Continue. Yes. Okay, so... Okay, there's this company, this Japanese developer called M2, and they are awesome. Like, what they do, essentially, is... um, How do I put this? Well, their specialty is doing ports, and they are, like, the criterion of arcade ports. They've been doing this 3D classic series for the 3DS of old Sega Arcade and Genesis games. And so, this the latest one they have, they've done stuff like Sonic, they've done Streets of Rage, Shinobi 3, Outrun, they've done oh, Space the 3, Harrier. the 3D stuff is great. Oh, it is so good and so worth it. Mm-hmm. People say, oh, it's, it's five bucks, it's too expensive. But no, you have, this stuff is really good and mm-hmm. they put so much work into making the 3D look good and giving mm-hmm. you all these awesome options. But okay, uh, Fantasy Zone 2 is a real anomaly because... Um, there was never an arcade, like a real arcade Fantasy Zone 2. There was, Fantasy Zone was an arcade game. It mm-hmm. got ported to the Sega Master System and a few other consoles. Uh, they made an original sequel on the Master System mm-hmm. called Fantasy Zone 2. But, you know, they actually like ported it back to the arcade, but it ran on crappy Master System hardware. Who mm-hmm. wants that? So what M2 did for this game, Fantasy Zone 2... For the first time? Well, for the first time... Well, not the first time. They actually did this for the PlayStation port, and now they're bringing it over to the 3DS. 
Um, what they did was they remade the whole game on uh, the original System 16 Fantasy <laughs> Zone hardware. So you've got this game that was originally a Master System game, but they essentially upgraded it to run on official Sega hard arcade hardware, Ooh. and then they ported it to the PlayStation 2 back in 2008, and now they're porting it to the 3DS in 3D! For five and bucks. For five bucks, and that is an insane amount of work mm-hmm. for this game. Yeah, I, I don't think people understand that when they see a lot of it, because, dude, the virtual console games for NES are like five bucks, and... And they don't. They I barely bought, give you anything. They I know. give you save states. I bought it. I bought City Connection twice. And City the, Connection. The idea that, it does, but the idea that like five bucks is too much for this incredible conversion in three D. <laughs> like, come on, come on. This is cool. And I, I don't. I just. I hope these these Sega remakes are getting a little bit of love. Oh, I they bet are. They're not. They just announced a bunch of new ones. Oh, today. good. Thank God. That means they're doing. Uh, well. there, there's Sonic Two. There's Gunstar Heroes, and there's Ooh. Streets of Rage Two. So really, all really, really good stuff. Nice. They're they're seriously great. Their yeah. logo is the worst. Just a little three D ball. I can't stand it. But <laughs> but but I, dude, Outrun and Sonic in three D. Not a fan of balls. Not a fan of balls. balls. Not a fan no. of balls. <laughs> not not on my three DS. On my chin, bridge of my nose. Cool with that. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What? Okay. You never sixty nine to do it before? And yes, but have you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, never, never while lying down. It's always, it's always an ordeal with me. So what? You just upside do it standing? down? Yeah, do it. Try and do it standing, oh, like doing a headstand while yeah. sixty nine. The trick is to position yourself like fluffy bunnies, to crouch down and, uh-huh. cre- and yes, and you can switch around. It's fucking great. And it's not about ejaculating; it's He's about the never journey. Done this? Before. I have done this. I have done Clearly this many times. You have not many times. Look under the comments of Video Game Apocalypse. I will show you. I will show. Uh, <laughs> I will hold up a sign saying this is for you, Anne. Picks showing, or didn't happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> 69ing like fluffy Easter bunnies. Uh-huh. All right. All right. <laughs> Anything else about uh, Fantasy Zone? Yeah, we got a little bit oh. derailed. Oh, man. Well, actually, the game is not out until Thursday, which is about the time this goes up. So I haven't played it yet, but I'm just like... You know, if you could F5 the little eShop, that's kind of what I'm doing, <laughs> what I do with all these Sega releases because I am, you know, just a complete and total irresponsible Sega fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm just waiting for this and being like, I want to play Opa Opa again. I want the shiny, surreal, crazy <laughs> stuff. Because mm. Fantasy Zone is, like, seriously great. Oh, it's insane. It's wonderful. It it's insane and beautiful, and mm-hmm. people don't make games like that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, weird and surrealistic. Everybody wants, you know, dumb, gritty, realistic stuff. I'm like, screw that. This this aesthetic is beautiful, and nobody wants to do it. family's been kidnapped by aliens from another planet. My yes. name is Commander Gradius, and I will fight to <laughs> survive. <laughs> shit like that. Nah, just throw a bunch of silly shit in the screen and let me shoot at it. Yes, yep. exactly. Yeah. yeah, Lovely, lovely, lovely. No gritty backstory needed. Nope. Speaking of no gritty backstory needed... I wanted to talk about another game that came out last week, but we didn't talk about it. Uh, but I reviewed it for IGN oh. called I Am Bread. It's by the same people. <laughs> yeah, it's Did it finally by, come out? Yes. It's it's out of uh, early access on Steam. Mm-hmm. Well. It's it's now an official retail release. But it's by the same people who made Surgeon Simulator. Of course. And <laughs> rather than playing an inept surgeon with a floppy dead arm... You are playing as a piece of bread that desperately wants to become toast. You are the number one Google result for I Am Bread. Yes! Good for you. you. Yes, awesome. 
but you to do this, you have to flop your way across a variety of rooms, find a heat source, whether it's a toaster or a radiator or a TV that you may or may not have dropped a bowling ball into, and then <laughs> toast yourself to perfection on it before you can continue. This, this actually... description reminds me of like that old Mac game we used to waste time in class with. It was like a paper plane that had to mm. fly through the house. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I forget what it was called. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, well, this is... Custer's Revenge? <laughs> yes, yes, it was Custer's Revenge. I thought so, I thought so. There was actually a really adorable game or a video that I think GameSpot did where Troy Baker voiced the bread. I did, yes, that was it really was cool. It was so cute. Was really mm-hmm. Well, You should look that up. It is, this being the Surgeon Simulator people, it is really difficult at first because you have... Uh, your, your four corners of your bread each correspond to a different button. So which you're trying you have to, to sell use. a fucking peripheral, man. No, the it's bread you, peripheral. You just do it with the the shoulder buttons <laughs> you just on throw a bread 360 at your controller. <laughs> yeah, but then you you're supposed to grip things and climb around or shimmy or whatever, and you can trash these environments. And in fact, there are a bunch of bonus modes that are unlocked when you finish levels where you can become a baguette. And suddenly <laughs> the environments are just filled with all sorts of breakable things. That's rampage mode. And you're as this destructive baguette, which I really feel should have had like a roaring sound effect or something. You just flop around and smash dishes and, uh, you know, whatever else is handy. That's all I do with baguettes. Glasses, bottles, yeah. I just smash everything. There's also a zero-G mode, which uh, outfits your piece of bread with realistic space thrusters. And then, <laughs> like, it just... In your quest to become a Windows 95 uh, screensaver? <laughs> yes! <laughs> it's not, yeah. yeah, it's not quite flying coasters. But you do get to thrust around, uh, you know, realistically, and you have to reverse thrust to correct your, your rotation. Mm-hmm. And, like, all of, all of the things that were currently litter- or previously littering the room are now floating around in mid air and you have to get around them and still find your way to a heat source it is a really fun game once you get used to the horrible horrible controls uh <laughs> so i I'd, I'd recommend checking it out it's it's silly and it's meant to be youtube fodder uh so you know if that's something that you want to do chris uh you might want to consider <laughs> would you do it, it with me Sure. And the butt. Uh, yeah. With the game. Make well, sure no, you face well, cam and scream loudly whenever your bread ah, hits the ground. Yeah. yeah, no, it's like toast fucking, like in the Kids <laughs> in the Hall movie. What? <laughs> People have sex or with, with or involving toast. You know, maybe it was a dream that security guard just had. I don't think that's in the movie. I've yes, seen it, it a lot. Yes, the toast fucking scene is in Brain Candy. Is it? I yes. love that movie. Yes. Cat on my head. <laughs> All right, are we ready to move on? Uh, yep. Daredevil, my bad. Oh, I'm kidding. I mean, it's really more of a TV show. Still new. You didn't say it had to be a game. Uh, it's implied. Mm-hmm. This is this is rude of you, Michael. Also in new Pop releases, culture is what your show is. Daredevil. Also, Let's talk also, about Daredevil. In forever. new releases, uh, Burt Reynolds Hooper came out on Blu-ray finally, <laughs> which had not been on a home video format since the VHS. But oh. but is Sharky's Machine on? Blu-ray? Yeah, it came out the same day. Did it totally? Oh fuck! Let's I could be thinking of Stroker Ace, but they're all good. <laughs> they're all, they're all Burt Reynolds <laughs> with a mustache and a car. What more do you need? I had to write about it in the new release. Just watching Fast and the Furious, they don't really care what they do around car stunts. In those movies, their only fault is that they tried too hard. All they wanted to do was show funny car stunts. 
and then they make a terrible movie based around that mm-hmm. cannonball. I'll oh, shut up. News. <laughs> there is some some weird news. Like this, this just caught my eye, and I feel compelled to talk about it. Oh, uh, Way Forward mm-hmm. has announced that it is working on the first adventure game made exclusively for Apple Watch, which is uh, Watch Quest Heroes of Time. <laughs> I hope it's seven hundred dollars. <laughs> Well, if if you can if you're just buying the Apple Watch to play a way forward game, then yes. If you're buying an Apple Watch, period, you have money to burn. You know, I, it occurs to me I don't actually know how much Apple Watches cost. They're a lot. It's not a statement of pride. It's just oh well. I, they're a lot, and they're currently. They're I'm cur- so disinterested. I didn't. They're currently attention. a plenty of uh, Bluetooth display watches you can buy right now that'll just hmm. show whatever you're, is on your iPhone screen. Yeah, but most of them are garbage. Are they? That's what I've heard. Like the Samsung Galaxy Watch is supposed to not be very. Oh, good. Fitbit has an option. And who it's doesn't like a Fitbit? Watch. No, they have a screen option. That's true. It's $300. It's different, though. It is different. Mm. Yes, but WayForward is making an Apple Watch app app. Mm-hmm. Yep. An, an actual game to play on a tiny screen on your wrist, because that just seems like the most, uh, the least awkward way to play a game. Mm. Yeah, I had a, a Sonic the Hedgehog game watch when I was, one of those tiger things. Yeah, I remember those in fifth grade. awful pieces of shit. I had yeah. a Zelda one. It, it was, was nice because, you know, you could fool the teacher into thinking it was just, you know, a Sonic-shaped watch, but then you're, you're <laughs> kind of sitting in the back. and you're I'm just like, setting my <laughs> alarm for 30 <laughs> minutes. Man, I did that with my graphing calculator. Oh, trick. what a nerd. I want to dump your books. Well, <laughs> I had to be in the class. How many times did you play the first level of Mario 3? Which one? Um, a lot. But the game <laughs> I was really obsessed with was this one where you are like a block dude. I think it was literally called Block Man or something like that. And you just pick up a block and you move it and you solve puzzles by picking up these blocks. I'm just going to see what happens if Super I good. type in Block Man into the iTunes app store. Just type in Block Man graphing calculator. No, no. I just... Find the game I'm talking about. But also, uh, the Destiny House of Wolves DLC got a date. It's oh. coming out May 19th, same day as The Witcher 3. It is significant. Which like- they just announced, if you drink enough elixirs, it will fuck up your beautiful face. Oh, no. What happened? So what about, sad for what me. about your beautiful butt? <laughs> uh, butt is fine. Butt okay. is fine. Your your butt will be totally fine. You okay. Well, well, you know, when when you're just uh, doing it with one of the ladies, you just you know don't look at the face. Just don't look at the face. Just stare at the butt. Although I am a very monogamous Geralt, which I think is like very against who Geralt is as a character. But I don't care. What are we talking <laughs> about? I don't care. <laughs> talking about The Witcher. Shut yeah, up. Yeah, I thought we were talking about Destiny. I thought, oh yeah. right, but. Uh, so Destiny. It's, House of Wolves. It's got a date and it's coming out. So yes. um, I guess it's it's finally admitting who it is to itself. What? Um, <laughs> oh, well, it's yes. got a date and it's coming out. Uh, it, the last piece of DLC that was that big was so underwhelming. They said there's no significant raid mode in this. I think I'm going to walk away from Destiny. But I, I, did, I did have a good time with it at the time. Sure. Um, but the things I like in it are not the multiplayer maps. Man, have any of these like big multiplayer, you know... Next gen games really like proven themselves because. Well, I know. Is anyone still playing like really into Titanfall? No, no. Yeah. But, but, my but my, my brother is. is. But uh, oh, well, wow. I mean, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's still people playing it. I, I played it the other day with Dave just to we were testing something, but uh, and we had a good time. It, it was mm-hmm. the, that Destiny did promise itself we're going to be a ten year experience. Cut that in half, and then cut that in half again, and then cut that in half again, and that is probably what you're going to be. Yeah. But it's I also think- knowing how these games shit works, and they're like, we'll put content here and here and here, and like the second Destiny was out, people were through with the content, and were like, that was great, we'd like more, and they took three months. 
that well, the second they put that out, like I finished that content in like three hours. Well, wow. like even like, premium phone games give you new content every day, or they yeah, have, like, ro- ro- like rotating stuff. I mean, more and, and Destiny to its credit makes a ton of changes and like and optimizes itself really well. But like I don't give a shit that I, it is gear based, but I don't give a shit about like eh, new gear like. I would really like more gameplay, not new gear. I'm doing. I can get through the gameplay fine, unless right. you make it super hard. And that seems to be their only added layer. Is like it's now it's really hard. It's the same level, the same voice acting, the same enemies over and over again. Uh, I just think uh, Destiny underestimated itself. It needed more content uh, to come out to appease people who actually liked it. Me being one of them, and they did not. And like, here's our new content. Like, you are fucking four months too late, and it doesn't have the stuff I liked. Yeah. Uh, it, you, this doesn't sound bigger and better. We'll see. I don't know. I, I'm just not a multiplayer guy in that. But you don't. Destiny doesn't have a lot of like multiplayer. It's a ton of co-op, um, ton ton of random co-op, yeah. which is even better. So you don't have to set it up yourself. You just get placed with people. Uh, more of that would have been nice. And that doesn't sound like this. And it's probably going to be like twenty or thirty bucks. Nope. Chris is Chris yeah. is done. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Rock Band was announced a little while ago uh-huh. that it's coming back. And so, of course, hot on its heels Yay! is the announcement that Guitar Hero Live is coming this fall mm-hmm. with, oh. with a new guitar and everything. Oh. Well, it wouldn't make sense otherwise. Yeah. yeah it, exactly. it only took two so, days to develop. You know, <laughs> it's, it's been uh, several years since anyone was interested in buying plastic instruments. Surely the market swung back around the other direction. I don't think I want to buy plastic instruments, and I think Guitar Hero more than Rock Band was hung up on the idea that like we're going to sell new plastic instruments all the time and everyone's going to care. That's yeah. not the case. No. I want a reason to use those plastic instruments, and your gameplay wasn't a very compelling reason to do so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rock Band was much better at that. Mm-hmm. New songs, new release, new release lists, uh, weekly content drops. Uh, but the, what's the interesting, the interesting thing about this one? Well, uh, the, there's a new guitar. It's not yes. five buttons on a controller. It's two colors. On six frets, no, three frets, but six buttons on each fret. Mm-hmm. So to it, instead of like holding down two buttons in a row, it'll mimic making uh, a chord, chord, uh, a chord thing with your fingers. A chord thing. I don't. It's so chord placement. basically, yeah. placement. It's, it's to placate all the assholes who would always say, you know, that's not really teaching you how to play guitar. guitar. It. It is and it isn't. One, it's not a real guitar, so you won't yeah. get anywhere should you try and play music with it. But uh, it teaching you timing and rhythm and like and maybe a little finger dexterity you can definitely do that. Sure, but, I don't you know, really understand what it's doing. Here's the thing: those assholes don't understand. I don't play games to learn shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't play games so that I can better myself as a person. You. Fucking dick. What about all that time you looked for Carmen San Diego? Mm. And now you're all gonna... those numbers That's you different. munched. <laughs> all that history I learned from Assassin's Creed. Mm-hmm. All that geometry I ward. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Now I can hold forth as a scholar about the geometry wars of 06. <laughs> That's not funny. My grandfather died in the geometry wars. They're actually called Dickety Six because the Geometry <laughs> Kaiser stole all of our zeros. <laughs> um, but the you know the biggest thing about the new Guitar Hero, which sounds, I don't care, but it sounds crazy that it's first person and it's FMV. Yeah. Oh, is it all FMV? The, well, at least the audience is FMV. It, lo- it did look like real people in it. I'm like, yeah. how's this going to work? But you like turn around and look at the guitarist, and you'd be like, Ugh. and you go back to back. Ugh. Then 
you'll be able to look out in the crowd and I don't I would have to what is it is it VR or something um I don't know but like if that like it's not it's not the, the, the original guitar already had an accelerometer in it so it could tell if it's moving in certain directions uh-huh. so if you were to face the crowd or face another direction it should be able to tell that pretty easily but if it's an FMV and a scripted sequence then I, that's a little less compelling but I, but even then yeah. if it if it's full VR uh, Morpheus Oculus ready mm. who gives a shit <laughs> Who gives a well, shit? Well, I'm looking and I'm just like, uh, why did anyone think we really wanted this this perspective or mode or I think anything? there is plenty. Rock Revolution also FMV. Um, am I thinking of something else? No, that was just stupid. I mean, like it didn't justify its own existence. Like, like mm. Rocksmith came out like later, but it, like it has an interesting cachet. Like this is about teaching you the guitar, and will continue to teach you right, guitar. Yeah. Where, whereas like. I don't. I'm just the things Guitar Hero may think is important to it, like may not be important to me. I just just give me a better reason to use this instrument I already bought from you, and I know maybe that's not what Activision is interested in, but I, I don't know. I don't understand how FMV or f- f- like first person FMVs are going to make it a more compelling experience. But whatever, they're probably not. They're probably not. But it, it's it's interesting at least. It is a wildly different approach. Yeah. So let's move on to the community segment. Last week's question of the week, as you might remember, was what's your last or most recent memory of visiting an actual functioning arcade? Hmm. People who weren't here last week want to answer? Uh, Yeah, I mean, there used to be a lot of arcades here in the Bay Area, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, around the time, like, Street Fighter was starting to kick back into gear and get really, really big. We had the Southtown Arcade where I used to go and play. uh, It's gone, though, right? Yeah, it's gone. I I used to play Virtua Fighter a lot there. There was Game Center in San Mateo, which is also now gone, but kind of alive. It's in a a weird state. And there was uh, Starbase up in San Rafael Mm -hmm. that also died. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, that was in my old neighborhood. Yeah. I mean, I went there for a final day. It was oh. uh, it was kind of depressing, but now most of the machines are in the barcade. Hmm. I will only... It's a vague plug because I don't know when I'm going to do it, but I weirdly went to the uh, Pacific Pinball Museum in Alameda the okay. last weekend. It was fucking great, and I may have shot a video, and it may be up soon. YouTube.com. So that's Time Network. Woo. Give me a couple weeks. So, well, other than that, I mean, I have like a billion memories of being in Japanese arcades, but those are yeah. from like 10, 5, 2 years ago, so... Six months ago. That video also might be up in the next few weeks, where you go to uh, Akihabara. Hmm. Yeah, play the flip the table game, Mario Karts, <laughs> eight players. Great. Anne is really desperate to answer. I am? You look like mm. it. Oh, no, I was just leaning forward because I have to be real close to the mic if ah. I am going to speak. But no, I mean, other than, like, the arcade in our office and, uh, like, the barcades around the area, the last time I was in the in an arcade was actually when I was there for a, with a bunch of work people, and uh, it was at Golfland. Oh. So it was a mini golf place. Okay. Welcome to Golfland. Which uh, Golfland, though? There are several. Uh, the one down near-ish Mountain View. Oh, I think that's old as fuck yeah (laughs) yeah it is old as fuck anyway the whole my whole purpose my mission while i was there was just to get enough tickets to get my friend a how to train your dragon stuffed animal so was it one of those comically oversized ones no no it was pretty small Ah. it was pretty small and i ended up just paying the guy like ten dollars for it so i was like (laughs) fuck it this is too much work your tickets don't mean shit i was like man i just made (laughs) 9.90 
<laughs> but it was worth it. But no, I mean, uh, they had like, they had a Batman arcade game oh, yeah, that I played an, for a bit. It's terrible. It's not good. It's terrible. It's certainly not good. It's the there newest was one arcade where I just, game I've ever seen. I smacked my hand down on a, on a table to try and shoot fish with a harpoon. That was one okay. that I played. It wasn't really a game, I guess. It was just a table thing. Hmm. But, I mean... Yeah, my last visit to an arcade was was a very strange one. It was a work outing, so I don't know. Weird look at arcades in Japan. You're kind of describing a mobile game that is an arcade game, and like there's this huge section of Japanese arcades that is like mobile arcade extensions of mobile games, including like a 16 kiosk of Puzzles and Dragons. Yeah, it's crazy. Like that. Oh, this is a game was successful on this platform. We gotta put it in arcades. Mm-hmm. It's like a mindset Americans do not have. This arcade that I went to well, well, was no. like I mean, I've half seen, rhythm. I've games. seen Fruit Ninja arcade. And I've seen Dual Jump arcade. So and, and Guitar Hero. Let's not forget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, well, even so, like it is a very common Japanese arcade. So mm-hmm. they're doing a Monster Strike arcade game, and they're doing one for Ultra Weeaboo, like. The the new hot Weeaboo shit Kantai collection. <laughs> Japanese people count as Weeaboos. <laughs> <laughs> I think they def- definitively do, they? do not. <laughs> I don't think so. There was also somebody was showing off pictures of a Mario Party like ten player arcade cabinet yeah. that was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, keep those going. Like, it's like covered in toys. <laughs> well, anyway, Triskitable was the first to answer on the forum, so they should get read now. Um, first, from the audience. Why, there's one in my neighborhood. I visited on weekends. They've got stuff ranging from Tapper to Street Fighter 2 to House of the Dead to Tekken 5. Sounds lovely. So, you know, games that were past eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so you live next to a bowling alley. Uh. It continues to expand every year. Wow. And is like the symbiotic growth of the mom and pop game store it sits next to. You have a mom and pop game store too? I'm just going to guess you live in Canada. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, Seattle, I think, of that area. Really mm. great place. Uh, Raccoon Hail says, honest question, does Dave and Buster's count? I'm going to say no, because that's that's <sighs> like a bar slash restaurant. Slash Always arcade. wanted to go. Should be a purpose-built arcade, man. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it has to have been when I was young on the family vacation. There was a resort down the road that had a small arcade in it. It probably only had five machines, but one of those was the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles arcade game, which was a blast. And a version of Rampage. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> or one time I pooped a SNES cartridge. That's painful. Yeah, it says... <laughs> The airport in my shitty town has had a small, depressing arcade corner for as long as I can remember. It's still there, but I can't remember the last time I actually saw someone in it. Other than that, there was this local arcade-type place for a while. It was a big arcade with fucking laser tag. Mm. All the coolest kids would have their birthday parties there when I was a kid. It shut down about a year ago. I went in just a little before that for the first time in about eight or nine years. I don't know if that place was always so sketchy or it just became that way later. In any case, it was a sad day for childhood memories when it closed up. Dawn. Dawn. Shit will happen. Dr. Dr. Pepper says, uh, haven't um, arcaded it up in a minute. However, however, me thinks the last time I was at one, I was about seven or so. Little kid uh, me was fat, so instead of swimming pool uh, beach hybrids, that generates artificial waves. I went inside and played X-Men, the arcade game. Yes. Um, 
Welcome to die. <laughs> best part. Uh, best you are welcome to die. The best part. It was uh, such an afterthought that it was set to free play. So I stood there with my <laughs> shorts on and beat the game solo. I was a loser in life. Natural. <laughs> Just like the rest of us. No. Uh, Badger Noon says, I live in Chicago. Oh, my God. You Galloping have a- Ghost. Is that one of the retro arcade things there? Oh, Galloping Ghost is great. They the have one- the only known working Primal Rage 2 machine. Oh, wow. yeah, I did hear about it. But I, I went to one, and it was like a full-on bar, as in like a bunch of really clubbed-up chicks had accidentally come in thinking it was a real... <laughs> <laughs> like a dance club and looked really disappointed because oh. we were playing the shit out of Mortal Kombat 2 and uh, WrestleFest while WrestleMania 10 played on the television in the 1997 NBA Finals. It was like the greatest, and this was two <laughs> years ago. Um, the last one I visited was The Galloping Ghost, which makes the claim we are the largest video game arcade in the USA and currently have over 450, Jesus, games to wow. play and have more games up and running all the time. It is indeed uh, awesome. Beast Rider 2 and Heavy Barrel. Uh, but I've also been to Logan's Arcade just to play Killer Queen, which is a blast. <clears throat> I love the retro barcade fad. I'm sure it's mostly nostalgia-driven fad. Oh, Me too. absolutely. We have one too. Bar- Brewcade is, mm-hmm. is one of those. But Barcade in Brooklyn is fucking great. We also have Soda Popinski's, which I think which has I've never been to. N64's. They, they have they consoles, have like old yeah. consoles mm-hmm. laying around. Uh, my name is my name says, I once busted a move uh, to where the games are played. And while, <laughs> while at my locals know what. He's doing a Wayne's World reference. <laughs> while at my local Noah's Arcade, I became I began to realize that this was actually an elaborate death trap designed by a psycho who gets off on this sort of thing. I was able to escape and then caught a cab home. Typical Thursday, really. I like your Wayne's World reference, and I'll take it. But let me read Brendel. About uh, t- two or three years ago in Dublin, there was a gaming exhibition of old arcade games called the Game called Game On. It was a retro lover's wet dream in there. Many games from Berserk to Donkey Kong to X-Wing to Tron. Uh, they were free to play. I haven't uh, really experienced a proper arcade like that. I am 25, so I missed out on the golden age of arcades. We mostly just had time crises and racing games growing up. I would love to visit Flynn's Arcade in Disney World if that's still there. Man, I hope so. Hmm. It was in, uh, it was across from the Muppets Theater last time I was in Disneyland. Yeah, last time I was in Disneyland, I went there and I thought it was kind of sad. Really? Yeah. Well, this was 2010, I mm-hmm. think. So it's been a little while. Was it? Yeah, it was after Tron came out. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when, when I was a kid going to Disneyland, there was Starcade, mm-hmm. and I remember wanting it's a to great go in WCW there. WCW pay per view event. And my dad said, "Like, why would you go to Disneyland to play arcade games?" Which is a very good point. It's arcade games. At Honey, Disneyland, our sons are queer. <laughs> <laughs> arcade games at Disneyland are kind of like uh, movie theaters in Vegas. It's mm-hmm. like you can do that, but why would you? Mm-hmm. Why are you there if not to do what you're supposed to be there for? Maybe if you can challenge like a cigarette smoking Pluto, like a guy in a mask, I, yeah. I'll kick your fucking ass. Put your quarter yeah. in the glass, yeah. asshole. Fucking play for quarters, man. Your parents will, won't watch you, but I will. Yeah. For two minutes, then you're out. Pluto said so. Uh, Curious Quail says probably the last real arcade I've been to is this place down here in San Jose called Nickel City. A novelty oh. arcade where you pay a small fee to get in, but all the cabs are uh, nickel machines or oh. set to free. I have heard about Not this from... Not the greatest selection, but they did have a functional UN squadron, which mm. I played the shit out of on SNES. 
and got to, excited to see how different the arcade version is was. Is there a lot of uh, Capcom stuff there? Because they actually used to run Nickel City when they operated a lot of arcades. I don't think they do anymore. Also, I believe... They definitely don't. I believe that this is one of the places where um, I, I had interviewed John Choi for a f- John Choi Street Fighter legend. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I, I talked with the guy who's real good at Street Fighter. Um, <laughs> well, I, I was interviewing him for a feature that ultimately had to be scrapped because our our audio didn't record. But <laughs> mm. he, he was saying that this was one of the places where he trained. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can go there, you pay, and everything's cheap. Yeah. When I worked at Capcom, it was weird that, like, there were some remnants left of where, like, the U.S. business existed to partially fix local arcade machines. That's why there was a base in America mm-hmm. to have some a technician who was certified to fix CPS units. And there was like, I actually all those suicide batteries. Well, yeah, all the suicide batteries, and then like the tool, like the the really rare tools to fix all this shit. Mm-hmm. Like I got to put my hand like, that's it. oh my god. <laughs> but I think the last person who could ever do that was long gone. Well, now now fans know how to fix the seat. That's CPS right. Batteries. It's not yeah. Suicide battery is crazy. What is it like if you? Um, dismiss- if the battery dies, it it has part of the program security code yep. in it, so it kills the whole board. It kills the whole board. Yep. 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 Wow. Insane in the membrane says there is an arcade not too far from my work that me and my friends visited a little while ago that we're pretty sure have never added any new machines in the year. <laughs> In fear of the Y2K bug. Uh, it does, though, have a lot of awesome old school games that we played, such as Gauntlet, Cruising USA, House of the Dead, which we were able to beat on just a few quarters, and a few cabinets that were filled with the, the arcade classics like Miss Pac-Man and Galaga, not to mention a ton of cool pinball tables. There's also a machine for a Jurassic Park rail shooter that has a rather odd message on the side that makes us wonder whether it was an officially licensed product of the movie. Oh, yeah. Make and dinosaurs become quiet. Yeah. Make dinosaurs become quiet and escape from this island is what the image he attached says. And that is... Yep. Shut up, dinosaurs. <laughs> sick of your shit. Like, okay. Make dinosaurs become quiet. Mm-hmm. SJ dinosaurs. Shoot muscles onto their face. Muscles onto their faces. And not muscles. <laughs> um, <laughs> you don't need extra face muscles. Corey Noob says, Last arcade that was an arcade first and foremost in Michigan? Um, 1992? I remember having oh a small arcade between the Coney Island and the local oh. ice cream joint. I thought he was going to say kid... the American auto industry. <laughs> <laughs> Aha, take Some that. kid got beat up and they closed it. Just for that? Kids get beat up every day. <laughs> Officially in football and parents <laughs> cheer. <laughs> I am alive, OMG, says arcades are sad places. The only ones left are scores of Tokyo Drift and Terminator Salvation tie-in machines I see at every theater on the planet or the lonely ride-in cabinets that litter airports. Those are too pathetic for even me to do business with, so my last actual actual experience with an arcade machine was in a local pawn shop. The place itself was fine, but at the back of the store there was a small room with several machines on free-to-play. Uh, they were House of the Dead 2, Street Fighter 2, and Air Combat. I have no idea if they were actually for sale or not, but I called some friends over and blew the rest of the day in that room, presumably to the annoyance of the employees, but we didn't care. We were having a blast. Just trying to imagine the saddest arcade ever, and it's just like half the machines are <laughs> off, and the only person in there 
There's a quadriplegic old man who's asking oh. for your help to molest you. <laughs> like you want to get molested, son? You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to move into. Give my me stump a signal here. by taking down your pants and getting hard, because oh. I don't have all the time in the world. <laughs> but uh, I remember when we went to Japan, there were like eight floor arcades, and the higher you went, the more the smoke oh, became oh, yeah. like like impossible to see through. And then you'd kind of see what we'd imagine. I got some of it on film. What looked like ancient arcade legends at even single-player games who had been not only been doing this for years, may have never left. <laughs> they looked greasy yeah. and like malnourished, and had been sit- had clearly. This is what they do. They sit here all day and smoke and play. Pretty wow. much, and they're the one you know just leaving like. Counter stop scores on all the machines. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tranquil Bez 22. The last arcade I visited was at a resort in Singapore that I was Ooh. staying at. Hmm. Back in January, the arcade was small and unpopulated and contained mostly Sega games. Halfway through my stay, I had noticed they were. Halfway? Yes, it's halfway. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed they were removing the arcades and turning it into a toddler room for the kids' club. <gasps> oh, it's depressing no. to say the least. However, there are a chain of arcades in Australia called Time Zone. Time Zone? That seems to be pretty popular. I've been in there a few times, and they're pretty up-to-date with machines such as Street Fighter 4. Um, they're up to Ultra Street Fighter 4 now. Jeez. Yeah. Mario Kart, a Gotham racer, and Guitar Hero. <laughs> up-to-date. Um, I think they should go with a time theme, like just Time Crisis, Time Soldiers... I'm I'm out of. Games I must shoot the, the president's daughter. <laughs> I don't remember how the plot, what that plot of the game was. I'm assuming you're right. Okay, uh, Teredor says every few months I visit Fun Spot. Wait, let's see how long it takes for the fucking Secret Service to come on me for saying that. To come on you? Yes, uh, to like come this, on me. To come and like bukake you? For yeah, that's that's fine. You know, I bet I bet we get a lot fewer threats against the president if that was the penalty. But you get the Secret Service c- shows up and it comes just on your comes face. All over you. <laughs> the perp is enjoying it, sir. Yes. <laughs> Guys, I'm trying to read. Please keep your fancies elsewhere. Three. Wow. Yeah. So, every few months, I visit Fun Spot in New Hampshire, the largest arcade in the world, according to Guinness. We, ever, we know Guinness is never full of shit, right? Mm-hmm. There are a few legit arcades in NYC where I live, but I figure if I'm going to spend hours there, might as well go with the best. The best? Chinatown Fair used to be in NYC. Jesus. Mm-hmm. That was the best, man. Also, great to play the original Chiller arcade game. Wow. Yeah, that's a thing. Uh, Are we, like, obligated to read Moan for Stallone? Yes. Okay. Um, Sadly, the only, quote, arcade near me is located inside my local movie theater. Yeah, that's usually the case. This should count, though. Wikiparas, please hear me out. (laughs) All right, all right. It has your usual arcade staples, like a broken house of the dead. Yes. Simpsons four-player dedicated cabinet with no sound, and, <laughs> and a nice left fruit roll, man. A left-handed, a left-handed S and K Neo Geo cabinet, wow. making it nearly unplayable to most. Still not convinced. How about an Ultimate Mortal Kombat three machine with a Street Fighter button layout, thus making it, <laughs> <laughs> thus making uh. it ass backwards to play properly? Happier note: Banning, California, has a large and legit pinball museum. So if you are ever in that area of Cali, go check it out near Palm Springs. I think I've been there, actually. Where is it? Uh, Banning, California. 
that was that. There's a. I was watching. Inspired to go to the pinball museum by the documentary special when lit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a great documentary about pinball, and it was about how pinball was a. The arcade scene basically started after the United States lifted its ban on essentially pachinko machines, which made all mm-hmm. arcades illegal. And like, oh, and, yeah. and and so like, essentially, California had upheld that law up until this year. The brewcade was allowed to start because it was finally repealed. Wow! Like an yeah. ancient law from prohibition, uh, banning arcade machines that were because a lot of them were like gambling machines. Well, like I know that you know sometimes for pinball machines you could not you literally could not offer people extra games yeah. because that was considered gambling. Yep. So they had you know different settings for different. You know, legislation, and that's that's why I think the place is called Banned in California because California kept up this draconian. Someday I'll look up what that means. Uh, <laughs> arcade law. Yeah, they're they're erased from the Dragonlands. I got it. <laughs> yeah. The Malfoys, loud uh, and clear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, Humphrey in the comments says and and uses the uh, as his avatar Humphrey from Sui Coden. So good on you. Uh, when I was 16, I worked at the electronics boutique at my local mall outside Chicago, and the food court had Aladdin's Castle attached, a shitty arcade. On my lunch breaks on weekends, I would go put a token into Marvel vs. Capcom 2 and see how long I could go against the other kids there. My coworkers could always tell when I made it the whole lunch break on a single token because I had an extra skip in my step. <laughs> and an uneaten El Cheapo burrito. <laughs> Although I do occasionally go to the Emporium in Chicago, which is a beer arcade and features only the best pinball machines. Man, I used to love trips to Chicago because that was the time when finding a Virtua Fighter 3 arcade machine was like finding gold. And that was the the game I wanted to play. So whenever we went on trips, it's like... Is there an arcade? Do they have Virtua Fighter Three? Oh my god, I need to play this. I, I didn't like what I didn't realize. One of the things I wanted to recapture from the arcades with Brewcade, I, I saw our, our buddy um, Cat there. It's not Cat Williams. Um, <laughs> Cat <laughs> Bailey. It's yeah. definitely Cat Bailey. Oh, yeah. But we, uh, she was like, "I'm just here to play Paperboy," and it's broken because Paperboy Aww. has the only uh, BMX handlebar control scheme of like any arcade game I know and it's there but it was broken at the time like yeah I did play a shitload of Paperboy with that thing Paperboy (laughs) Uh, E. Hyundai says the last time I went to an arcade was whenever Skyfall came out what? A couple of friends and I went to a mall with a movie theater. We had an hour or two to kill before our movie and I remember the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 machine again that seems to be a popular choice Mm -hmm. in the tilt at the other end of the mall it was the only one who had. I was the only one who had ever played it, and was bragging the whole to, the whole walk over. The arcade itself was depressing. Hmm. The actual video game machines barely worked. The most functional machine was the fucking Deal or No Deal game. Yeah. When we played Marvel Two, I was not quite as good as I remembered. My friend mashed the damn buttons and won. Skyfall was good though. <laughs> Uh, I feel that the skyfall. I'm, I'm just reminded of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> my my worst experience at an arcade. Mm. Not that bad, but uh, it was, you remember Sega's Time Traveler? Yes. Oh, that, yes. Graphic the Laserdisc holographic yeah. game. This is me being caught <laughs> being stupid. And I was at a, a huge arcade in Eugene, Oregon, and was like playing it for the first time. Mm-hmm. Played a couple rounds, and then just like passed my hand through it to see if like will it react at all will it uh stutter and then 
like this fat skater kid walks up to me immediately and is like starts slapping his hand on the uh, the projection screen. He's like, "What? What?" I'm like, "Really? Yeah." Like, "What the fuck, dude?" I just I was I was probably like 14 at the time, and yeah, I just kind of looked at him and like walked away. <laughs> Jesus, you got bullied in an arcade? Yeah, oh, I wasn't he really even bullying. It was like, oh, "You're so stupid. What do you What do you think it's gonna do?" Arcades need to be a you nice. You can touch place. it. Look, I'm gonna slap it. Fuck you. So kids go there and get molested. Mm-hmm. I've said this a thousand yes, times. Yes, by quadriplegic I... old men who need their help. I never got <laughs> molested in an arcade. You got molested in an arcade? I never did. Are you sure? Are you repressing I, this? I'm thinking of the wizard here. The the pivotal scene in the arcade. He touched, touched my, my breasts! breasts! Yes, I'm 82% sure I've never been molested in an arcade. Jesus. All right. There's still, what, oh. 18% left? Hey, that's better than most people. I guess Dan so. Amrick answered the question. Did he really? Yes. What? Or at least somebody using his name and photo. Oh. Uh, says, the last arcade I was in was at Disneyland, and I didn't expect it. This was a few months after Wreck-It Ralph came out. Mm. So the place that used to be just outside Space Mountain, which was a dedicated arcade back in the day, was converted back into a fairly decent arcade with about 20 games, including three Fix-It Felix Jr. machines set on free play. Nice. Mm. Since everything else took quarters and was operated by a business, I'm calling this as legit. Whereas the recreation of Flynn's Arcade in California Adventure post-Tron Legacy can't be counted since that was tied to a themed nighttime event and ultimately temporary. Oh. That said, I hope to see all of you at California Extreme this year. I love you, Dan. Yeah. I hope to see you. I'm going to Evo. I hope you see. I hope to see you at work because I... he went by my desk and left me a little post-it note saying, "You're not here." <laughs> <laughs> I, I was in a meeting. Sorry. I hope to see him on VGA because I've extended an open invitation and he has yet. I to I keep bite. telling him, and then he keeps saying, "Oh, but Michael doesn't have... come." I come on, did. Dan. I said, "You have a standing invitation. Just pick a Tuesday." <laughs> Stop it. He's mine first. Um, All right. I have some plans for that guy. I love that I, I showed you that stupid pinball Instagram I sent out. Oh, and the like, buckaroo. And like Dan immediately responded, you're at Pacific Pinball. Play Black Rose. Play Black Rose. Do it. And I'm like, I didn't see it when he sent it. I feel, I feel terrible. Best machine there. It's very rare. Play it. Hmm. Love, oh, I, love, I love Dan's enthusiasm for that stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. All right. New question of the week. I thought it was good. <laughs> new question of the week. What's a villain that you wish you could play as? Um, preferably one you haven't already, since mine is Darth Vader and he's already been playable in several games. I'm going yeah, to cede the floor to count. someone else while I think of something better. Because, well, mine, he's, he's technically been playable. Anne had asked the question on Twitter when you think of a, a villain, uh, who do you think of? And when you think of, for video games, obviously for me it's Bowser. Ooh. And yes, you play as him in every Mario parody tennis card mm-hmm. Game and uh, Bowser's Inside Story. You play as a slow-moving Bowser with tummy trouble, but he was awesome in mm. Super Mario RPG. He was he was devastating. He was always in my crew. But I yeah. would like, I not that I need the mystique of the Mario saga unveiled for me, <laughs> but I love the idea of like I'm in this palace and I I'm convinced like you know we ha- there's no way around this. We have to kidnap this princess. You think so? Do I have to do it? You're the only one who can mm. do it. You find out. You find out a secret backstory. You've like, got. He's got it. a reason. Like, no, this is the only way to maintain balance in the mushroom kingdom. Yes. yes. If I don't, <laughs> it'll be devoured by that sword from the Mario RPG. Do I imply rape? No, never. No. That way, we can do this for forty years. <laughs> never. 
you have no you have <laughs> you have no romantic romantic interest in her at all, but constantly kidnapped. But her. I do have a kid who's convinced she's his mom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, to sort of like, what is Bowser's deal? And I'm like, I, they've they've kind of like Nintendo's kind of not done that in a while. Like Bowser's always your enemy, but he's stealing something within the environment. He's figured. Bluto from Popeye. Totally, totally. But yeah. it would be it would be, I don't know. Like, I would scorch. Captain Toad's treasure tracker from the Earth. If we had a, <laughs> if we had a, a Bowser game Them where we got to play as Bowser, it's, it's a lovely and pleasant game. But like, why did Toad get a game before Bowser? And another thing, yeah, I'd like to see a four-player Mario where Bowser is playable. Yeah, no, none of that. Why not? Oh, make him yes, the fourth instead nice. of Toad. That might be nice. Mario, Luigi, Princess, Bowser. Awesome. I Recipe ma- for fucking awesome. I imagine he's slow, but he breathes fire, and he's super heavy. Yeah. And he, like, I would like to see it. But he has the, the highest high speed, mm-hmm. you know, slowest acceleration. I'm Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure I've actually talked about my dream game on the show before, and you actually play as a villain from an established series. But I would really like to play a Mass Effect game mm. set during the first Contact mm. War where you play as Saren. Mm. That is something I would love to see because for me... Huh? The Spectre dude? Yeah. As One a Spectre? The, as a ter- well, I don't think he was a Spectre yeah. during the, the first Contact War, but he was a Turian soldier. Mm-hmm. But I just, I love him as a villain. I think mm-hmm. he's fascinating. He was I mean that's why Mass Effect 1 is still probably one of my favorite probably in the Mass Effect series my favorite story as far as the games go because of him. He's just fascinating to me and I would love to play as him in a game. But also mostly I just would really like to play as a Turian. So mm-hmm. But anyway, yeah, Saren for me. Okay. I mean, I could think of a ton of villains that are like, yeah, it'd be cool to play, but that's one that I've wanted for a while. Like I'm trying to think of villains I'd want to play, and the, when I think about them, I'm just like, but how would they work in a game format? But I'm, I'm thinking, what is it about the villain, you know, villains that appeals to me? And I'm, I'm th- it's like, well, they're charismatic, they're you know, lovably selfish, they they're very. Like naughty ten year olds. Yeah, basically, it's, it's mine. Like, exactly. I I, I want to play as I want to play as you know, like a charismatic. I'm thinking I want a game where I play as like a, an awesome charismatic JRPG villain. Maybe yeah, like play as Kefka in Final Fantasy VI <laughs> and just like. <laughs> You know, sit at the top of the tower, the and you look down upon one? the plebes, and send your send your beam of destruction after you've completely, you know, ravaged and destroyed the earth. Did that not happen in Dissidia? Or did, like you could play as this, it's, I know I this is different. What Heidi's talking Dissidia. about is different. Yeah, it's totally Kefka's different. like the Harlequin esque one, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Fuck that. Anne's <laughs> <laughs> leaving. Nope. nope. Um, it, it, is, Do not care for have you clowns. seen footage of the new Japanese arcade game? I have. Isn't that crazy? It's it's by Team Ninja. What That's the fuck? insane. I was just wondering if you, he's not in the game, is he? Uh, he or might she? be. They've only revealed like a handful of characters. Yeah. You yeah. know how these things go. No, no, <laughs> I don't know the last Final Fantasy arcade game I've seen. Well, I have no well, idea just how this like will go. fighting game reveals in general. That's you gotta dole the characters out over time, but you know, just being a general JRPG villain would be great because yeah. you 
you're charismatic, you're cunning, you know how to manipulate people, oh. and, and you get a big, you know, you can raise a little army of followers who will do your every win. And you can, like, before he goes to bed every night, what are you doing, honey? I'm brushing my final form. Hold on. <laughs> I have to make sure. Yeah. Sh- have to make sure I can properly turn into a gas cloud of pure evil. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So something along those those lines. I know it's kind of a generic answer, but I, yeah, I I like the concept of playing a villain more than you know saying I want to play as X villain. You know. Mm-hmm. I'd kind of like to play as a Batman villain. Like could could be Joker, could be one of the other. Villains, but I want to. I want to play in a Gotham City uh, that's like Arkham City. You know, open world. Get to use gadgets, shit like that. But play as one of the bad guys. Kill people. Try not to attract Batman's attention. Or when you do, set up elaborate death traps for him. Which villain? Pick a, let's say Joker. Let's say Joker. <laughs> all right. I mean, they're all basically the same. They're just no, they're maniacs with gimmicks. Oh, the Riddler sues Batman. It's crazy. <laughs> he but sues him in court. Sorry, that, no, that's coming later. But uh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm trying to imagine. It, I'm imagining how boring it would be to play a Scarecrow mm. because he's one of the most interesting things in the Arkham series. Yeah. But from his perspective, uh-huh. I shot this guy up with serum, and it, you just watch it. He's just like, ah, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that, that way, it's the, just like Hank Hill reacting to Bobby. Oh. But then, what if you could actually? Play in those hallucinations as the Joker in the hallucinations. He does, Scarecrow does seem to have a good understanding of what people are like, actually seeing. From the perspective of Scarecrow in that crazy part that would where be you're neat. like, you're racing from corner to corner as Batman while the giant Scarecrow turns his glowing eyes on. Pokes like, you with you syringe fingers. As, as Scarecrow in that. Yeah, trying no, that would to be neat. spot Batman darting around. Hmm. That would be neat. Yeah, yeah, would be neat. Sure. Are y'all? I want to play as the penguin because I never move. See, I sit here, <laughs> mac, 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 in this little chair. I kind of feel like every the time the penguin sounds like Skeletor now. I don't have yeah. a lot. See, yeah, I have Skeletor. a lot of voices in his quiver. <laughs> I sound like Edward G. Robinson. See, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I do kind of feel like every time that the game industry attempts a villain game, mm-hmm. like you look, look at something like Evil Genius, and no. like that. What? You remember Evil Genius? Uh, it was a game about being a Bond villain, basically. So oh. you're building your base, and you're sending out soldiers, but you never get to do anything cool. You're just building a base. And after a while, it's just like, you know, if I'm playing as a Bond villain, like I want to see stuff happening. I want to go out on heists. I want to... You know, proactively kill secret agents instead of when they just well, infiltrate my lair. There's got to be a boring Hank Scorpio facet yeah, to that as well. Did. Like, uh, <laughs> sir, the den isn't ready because uh, uh, the lava keeps coming Can in. Can it be both? <laughs> <laughs> or like Goldeneye, where it's like, oh, do I get to go- do cool evil stuff now? No, I get to fight in a crime war against Dr. No. This is stupid. Have you converted the dentist chair into a laser beam, sir? No, yeah. sir, it's... <laughs> Oh, you need you need to do that. You need to be able to do that. <laughs> I see. Yeah, I like it. Valuable right. life skills there. Yeah, I have to empty my penis. All right. So what's a, <laughs> that's gross? So what's a villain? There's nothing in your penis. It's in your bladder. Nope. There's a little penguin opens the door, and that's that's where the torrent of yellow comes from. A penguin. Mm-hmm. Why a penguin? <laughs> Always been a penguin. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's ever since I was a little kid. It just made <laughs> this go on longer. <laughs> not, not Oswald Cobblepot, but like an, an, an Arctica penguin. No, not a little Danny DeVito devouring fish. 
Oh, I gotta open the you door. You don't really think you'll piss, do you? <laughs> no. You're a little cute penguin. I just want to punch you in the stomach. No, no. don't do that. Don't do that. So which villain would you most no. want to play as? Let us know by going to lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. Uh, answering there. First person to answer in the forums gets read first on next week's show. Or let us know under the comments for episode 108. So that's been our show. We're going to go out with a quick round of plugs. Heidi, you're the guest. Where yes. can people see your stuff? Um, a lot of places, but go to w well, not even www. I'm http colon slash slash gaming dot moe. So you can see a bunch of weird things I've written about obscure old Japanese games and. Well, not necessarily old. There's a bunch of new Japanese games, a bunch of weird editorials, just a bunch like of the old ones. Articles about things like vocal fighting game theme songs. Mm. Well, I even reviewed a game that uh, has a bunch of gay porn in it. Yay! Wow! Yay. Woohoo! Finally, a game for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anne. Uh, I'm Jackson number two of the Jackson Five. Okay. Three. Oh, three. Shit. Fuck. <laughs> See, sweet Tito. That's why I'm here. Uh, and I'm. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jermaine, actually. Uh, and I'm at BDR and Lewis on Twitter. Message me if you want to talk about... Uh, what are my specialties? Constantine, butts, and green arrow. <laughs> <laughs> those, are my, those are the three things I'm good Just at Just like Jermaine about. Jackson. You Not me. the show Constantine, because I've only seen like four you of You made me think of the worst BuzzFeed article ever. <laughs> Jackson 5 ranked. <laughs> You'll never guess who's number one. That sounds like a click hole article. <laughs> uh, we should do that. And like, like number one is Andrew Jackson. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, number one is Joshua Jackson. Uh, never mind. What it's are your never plugs, get fun here. Tons. Uh, Laser time this week. We're, it's our the return of shame songs. Michael, you were part yes. of that. Your songs were particularly fun. awful in a different yeah. way than I expected. <laughs> Just because your songs weren't, but, weren't like super popular songs. Yeah, but I actually had to remind you guys, it's shame songs. It's totally. not songs everybody likes. It's true. No, no. I, I like listening to it again. Like one of them made me cringe so hard. <laughs> like that took balls for him to play for us. Was, was it uh, shaken? Whatever the gun gonna shoot. Boom. Whatever, whatever song has that line, like with the white guys yelling about shooting people, <laughs> hysterical. Oh, groove, groove, yeah, groove, uh, infectious groove. Infectious groove. Yeah. I'm not ashamed of any of the Good music. I roast. To, That's why so. you're not on the show, Anne. <laughs> can't, can't trust you to come up with embarrassing music. I don't know why I said it like Dusty Rhodes. Um, but not allowed to be on any of your other shows. Not true. You were on the Leonard Nimoy one. I'm oh, not allowed to be on any of your other shows. <laughs> no, by decree of who? It doesn't matter. That's happening. This is the last week for our IRL commentaries. 99 cents to 4.99. You'll get two commentaries: Who's Ready to Rabbit and Space Jam. Over five dollars, you get a boom, Cool World exclusive, free. Uh, technically, uh, commentary <laughs> for that film. And then if over ten dollars, uh, bam, physical reward: Super Taxio Brothers giant coin with a Laser Time logo on it. Wow. So we're going to have a pic. It'll be up on LaserTimePodcast.com. Dave and I streamed a bunch of Mortal Kombat this week. And instead of just streaming it, I cut out our stream, our commentary on just the fatalities and the brutalities and the x-ray stuff. 
in a five-minute video that's really stupid and fun. <laughs> so if you don't want to watch a whole two-hour stream, boom, five minutes. But you do want to feel disgusted. Yes, yes. If you do <laughs> want to feel disgusted, see if the worst fatalities. If you do want to feel disgusted, well, you've come to the right podcast. I often yeah, want to feel disgusted in something you other right than myself. Network. Uh, laser guys, pod- guys, you really haven't seen the bathroom here, have you? I am amazed that a human being can produce that much hair. What are you talking about? Like, it's not for me, by the way. I'm shorn on the, on the genitals. I don't know where that shit's coming from. But we also have like 16 men coming through here every week and mm-hmm. don't clean a lot. Um, <laughs> Only 16? It's, it's, it's too many. Is all, is all I'm many. sure a lot of the really long hair on the floor was mine. My hair. Mm-hmm. My head hair. Mm. <laughs> my, my actual head hair. My hair you do, but it's all, like, it's all like half an inch. And then none of that shit is mine. I but all of your hair on all of your body looks like it could be pubic hair. This is, this is <laughs> depressing and accurate. I am more hair than skin. You I, are a human ball sack. I threw it. <laughs> I don't. No. Mm. I, this is not funny. Just because I don't have a retort doesn't mean this is funny. Uh, stop. No. No, you can't have any. You'll see my human ball sack. That's sexual harassment. For the winter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna Uh, gonna skin you and just pose all sexy on you like a bearskin rug. Shave me down and light a fucking beacon like in Lord of the Rings. yeah, go to Laser Time Podcast. A bunch of fun stuff up there this week. Why Toy Story 4 shouldn't happen. So if you liked It Follows Horror Views. Review the whole Daredevil season on Netflix. We'll be talking about that more in Cape Crisis as well. Oh, Dave Rudd so put up a mini cheap podcast about uh, rich wrestlers. Wrestlers who used having wealth as their gimmick. It was there's just, more than just Ted DiBiase? Totally. There's, oh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a man named IRS. In honor of tax time. In honor of tax time, Dave Rudden put that together. So he's tragically underfunded also? Yeah. <laughs> he's a, but he's a shit heel, and let's ah. fuck the IRS, the character, not the government. Fuck you. Mm. Fuck you, Uncle Sam. Mm. Um, and yes, uh, the, the commentary drive, by the way, we could definitely use the help. Uh, it's a different time. I've never had to subsist on this solely, and the taxes were ridiculous. Mo- the biggest bill I have ever paid for anything in oh. my life. Wow. Well, uh, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Come visit us at VGGameApocalypse.com yeah, where you'll find informative articles about uh, Never. our shows Yes, <laughs> that have like a paragraph of information about mm-hmm. what's in each of them. And you can follow me personally on Twitter, as always, at Wikiparas. So that's our show. Thanks. Oh wait, for- one last plug because oh. we forgot to mention it. You broke on, my momentum. On you Lost asshole. Day, we streamed the Lost game to see what happens when the numbers equal up to ah, that date and time uh-huh. on April eighth, twenty fifteen, and four o'clock, twenty uh, four twenty three and forty three seconds. Literally, something insane happened. Really? Yes, but it's super disappointing, especially oh. for the people who are watching live because it kind of involved Twitch in its entirety going down. Oh. At, but that at that exact time. All right, so but not so much related up. to the game. But, but uh, it's still a terrible game, and if you ever want to I see can. it and reaffirm <laughs> that the show is it's not worth your love, and hey, God, it's better off be forgotten. Achievements. Ugh, fuck yeah. that game. <laughs> By a dumbass. All right, so we've been Vinci Game Apocalypse. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. See you next week.
Good, good. Yeah. Do we have man titty? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are muscles. <laughs>